0: of the golden oh.
1: To the boys of the golden throne Yes, appearance. The big red machine G-Bird himself G-Bird Excellent uh, Today we're going to be doing our uh, Old natural hobby and shamey dame dames
2: Sham dance.
1: And, and the shame dames And then we got our uh, Main segment which is going to be a road to war Gaming pamp with uh This
2: oh John. oh John God, God damn Bear with us. You're letting.
3: Bear with us. <laughs> bear with you. Bear with, what are with you, what are you, listeners. God damn it. So make
1: Vicente. Up for it. Here, here, John. John, you ready? Vicente, Vicente.
0: Vicente. Vicente.
2: Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Vicente right now is just like. Sitting there with his like just palm face, just being like idiots, just
1: what? he's oh, like crushing palm bays.
2: <laughs> <laughs> in in the fucking, fucking in the fucking tanning salon, yeah. just like What's
1: oh,
3: crushing palm bays, getting a bikini wax.
2: <laughs> he's like, I don't even need bikini. lotion. I just pour the palm bay on myself. There's
3: no <laughs> way that he gets a bikini wax. He's fully just like. Probably in the most scantily clad bikini you've seen, but oh, fully yeah. haired. Isn't just, that like man just, that just, only has the one strap that, like, yeah, exactly? It'll be like a banana hammock, yeah, <laughs> banana hammock, frosted tips, just fucking oiled up body. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, he's just trying to be thick like, black hair, he's just trying to be like his hero, <laughs> guy. guy Fieri. <laughs>
1: yes, fucking going to Flavor Country,
3: bud. <laughs>
2: Oh man! Well, like he, he come on, he guy.
3: Fier- Some do say that Guy Fieri is the is Florida's equivalent to um, Anthony Bourdain. That's been said. It's- Whoa! That is
2: <laughs> hashtag Tears for Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah, that's. Uh, oh, then we're closing out the show like uh, normal. We're making pigs fly and shit.
2: Making pigs, pigs, pigs fly. So and and we got G Bird. So like yeah. this is gonna be fun. We, we had, had to
1: introduce the G Bird. We, we we've said some stories about him.
2: Well, he he he, oh, he like re, he like hijacked your station and just gave over the podcast yeah. to you over to G Bird. Took I it think over. The
3: most important thing that the audience needs to know about Gilbert is that his pubic hair is red. That's.
2: That's the most
3: this is why we call them the cats. Big Red Machine. It's, you, oh, know, this is, uh, you open with the uh, Big Red for Machine,
1: listeners, and I don't know why. Be G-Bird and some friends were jamming tonight, and G-Bird brought a saxophone, so I made him wear a captain's hat while he was playing the saxophone.
2: Oh, I thoroughly agree with this. Was
3: he <laughs> anything like Bill Clinton in, uh what's that, uh, that cartoon with mice? Animaniacs? No, the other yes. one. Yes. The other one.
2: The other one. Where the, it where is Animaniacs. Brain, Pinky in the brain. Bubba Clinton yeah. plays the sax. Which They're
3: Animaniacs? Yeah,
2: Pinky in the brain is part of Animaniacs. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay, okay. Pinky and okay. the no, brain, brain. Specifically, they always had, had, uh, they always had they
3: always had a President Clinton on there, and he was always playing the sax. And that's what I. That I was in you know, the intro. Was like, oh, yeah,
2: okay. Okay. Jesus Christ, John. <laughs>
3: God, he's
2: damn fucking two stone bud. <laughs> no man, it's all that weed man fucking fertilizer. It's getting to his head. That's what's happening. Just.
1: Let's put some fertilizer in a paper bag
3: goes
2: he mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds like
3: grapefruiting <laughs> <laughs> grapefruit your man?
1: maybe oh,
2: yeah. yo Tao maybe like the weed man fumes is actually part of his like part of him getting just just jacked oh yeah maybe it's, like a, it's like a pain it's like a pain kind of thing man mm-hmm. like from Batman he's just like mm-hmm. once you roll the dice then I Give you permission to die. <laughs> I don't know. I've lost my mind. It sounds like that sounds like a weird quote from Dune. Oh, I wish it was from Dune, spice. but it's it all I know about Kun. Dune. Dune
3: spice.
2: spice. That's all you know about Dune.
3: Yeah, like, and dude, Dune's the shit. Yeah, yeah no, dude, you need, need to like
2: go and read Dune. Like it's the it's where all it's where a lot of this, this is came this from. F-
3: <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. I was thinking about checking out the first book. I've heard the other two aren't so
2: great. There's a really good uh, Oh, yeah, the first, the first one is amazing. Okay, we
1: are totally getting off
2: of it. We are getting out. off track, but I'm going to finish my train of thought here. There is an amazing, amazing uh, Eye of Horus episode out there where they do all the connections to Warhammer and Dune. Oh, check really? it out. I should check that out. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Anyway, we should uh, get back to some Hobby and Shame yes shame me shame us we will be back Uh, yeah shame me oh teo Uh, (laughs) learning things about you that i never (laughs) wanted to know our tutor who art in nottingham duncan be thy name our paints be thinned, our layers be smooth, on plastic as it is on resin. Give us this day our daily tip, and forgive us our poor edge highlighting, as we forgive those who bring unpainted armies. Lead us not into math hammer, but fully closed armies. All praise Nalnoil. noil.
1: And welcome to the big boys of the hobby whores. What? Uh, what?
3: <laughs> the big boys of the hobby whores. I've what? been having a
1: lot of dreams about male brothels and me running them lately. Are
2: you sure that wasn't <laughs> I've been having a lot of drinks with male broth at uh, male brothels? Give <laughs>
1: lots of drinks at male brothels, AJ?
2: I think that's what you said or it's what you meant. <laughs> yeah. No, dreams dreams about i think brothers. it's
1: untapped market i think the wieners are would be a natural transition i do i mean love you're the already idea.
4: sling sausage so it's really not that much of a joke yeah.
3: i so, do love the idea of like Teo as like a like a pimple-esque
4: a madam
2: no 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 I no, know, no. gilbert gilbert would be the madam <laughs> Teo <laughs> Tao, would be definitely some of the meat for sure <laughs> <laughs> he'd be part of the market absolutely I'm the
1: owner and the meat yeah
2: <laughs>
4: I'm self-employed, bitch. Exactly, real equivalent of a one-man band. I'm just here to please the ladies and the One guys, really. the, they pay. To the
2: hand as well.
1: Uh. Okay, so we're going to talk about the hobbies broadcast we've
2: done. Who so wants
3: to go first? And
2: obviously, we don't have any shame, so we'll also talk about that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So who,
1: uh, well, I, I'm going to go first because I actually did something. Woo. Well, I did that. Uh, so what I. Goddamn. Do you. the roar. Um, so hobbying. Uh, well, I haven't touched my own wolves, but I got to finish some commission stuff for Nico. OK, so. Oh, and I finished uh, Gilbert's Macedon colors. Thank Wait. you for that.
3: What? You Wait, you so was Mastodon? painting
4: Gilbert's Mastodon for the event. Oh wow. Oh so getting all that. the greens on there. He does the base coat because I don't know how airbrushes work and is then I do all the old stuff. Out.
3: What? Is, is this, this you? your old Mastodon? It is. <laughs> it's yes. like it's like when repainted like what nine times now? <laughs> like... uh,
4: twice. This is to be the second time. <laughs> oh, okay. No, so it's stayed Iron Warriors because Nico didn't paint it either, thankfully. Oh, no. Okay,
3: okay.
4: Yeah. But uh, so after I finished it, I sent a picture
1: to Nico, and he's like, "That looks like Hulk's dick," <laughs>
4: <laughs> and it really did. <laughs> it really does look like Hulk's dick. It's looks got like, like it's going to do violent things to you,
2: man. So that's going to be pr- at least two mastodons then at uh, the event because I'm I'm assuming that Goldie, Goldie will be. Always brings you know who? Brings you know it. who Gilbert's partner is, right?
3: uh i just got the it.
2: biggest shit-eating grin it's,
3: yeah it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> Goldie. It's
2: goldie. <laughs>
3: oh that's awesome what yeah. we're, bringing, we're like, bringing
4: the party bus list yes oh, man. i, I really was telling them that. they need to get a
3: 12
1: inch ca- uh like a dildo i just put it in front of the basadons and then move them up.
4: i Dude, really wish
3: you device. guys could get your primarks into those things because that would just be so funny just like Vulcan and Ferris just rolling up the board the table with their like boom boxes going on their giant mastodons. <laughs> <laughs> it would literally be you, know, you guys know the music they play like uh like J-Rock and Trailer Car Boys. like they always go in the always, or no it's actually Julian's car and they're always like it's like Doom, choom, doom, doom, That's <laughs> literally the same music in every episode for like 10 years. That's exactly the music that would be coming out of those mastodons.
1: Ferris's and Vulcan's doom, mastodon. Okay,
2: so I have a serious question about this team up and these dual mastodons. I know that one mastodon carries usually a certain amount of liquor. Will the second mastodon be also. The green Mastodon be carrying liquor. Oh, my
4: God. You should get absinthe and put it in I was about to say I don't think it can. Then I remembered because it suffered an unfortunate accident when I was driving it here originally. Some cat had to slam on my brakes, and it broke the front door, so they had to be glued shut. You can do the back door. The back
2: door still opens, though. Oh, back door abandoned. Sounds like
3: Tao. Sounds just like I
2: think you you need uh, some sort of brown liquor to go in the back door there, and you'll be set. (laughs) No, I need some sort of like super dark, almost black liquor to match the supplement oh, that will be coming out of it. Some Kraken, maybe some Kraken. Oh, yeah. I was gonna yeah. say Jaeger. Uh, oh, gosh. yeah, if you want it oh, to
4: be Jesus. like that. If I could fit a Red Bull in there next to the Jaeger, maybe. But I don't think it's quite that girthy.
1: On your Fire Raptor, put a uh, Red Bull holder
4: on its face. Oh God damn it! <laughs> Stop giving me. Oh, ideas. I really wish you didn't
3: tell us that you had two mastodons, but I'm glad you made it last even this long. The the secret because that yeah. was pretty awesome.
4: There's gonna be a lot thought, of heavy. I thought it was already out, honestly, or I wouldn't have mentioned I was it.
3: Honestly, nothing. I but thought Macedons people already knew. Spartans just like <laughs> just running at you. <laughs>
2: It's gonna be sexy. Lots of big toys. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, uh, other painting I've done is I finished some custodes for Nico, and then Nico brought uh, his warhound over. And he's like, "Can you paint it for me?" I like, sure. So he brought it over at eight p.m. I finished the whole thing at eleven thirty
2: p.m. What do you mean you finished the whole thing? I finished. Great, G
1: Bird, grab it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. what was that was that a uh, we'll sneeze no, yeah, demon so Book I eight,
1: don't know you guys can't over. you'll
2: be able to see it or but we can see it oh, poorly but yeah okay wow that's I even did some customization show the other one pretty that's
4: uh, you. that's I just I on, appreciate yeah. this dude's face because he looks like he's just thinking oh, wow.
2: like <laughs> shit, coffee and he's it's waiting like for you to take devil there's like devils. Did you use that with like stencils, little no? Faces? That was all by uh, just with an airbrush. You have to send us pictures. It's very hard to. See. That is very cool, Teo.
1: Yeah. So I finished a warhound in three and a half
2: hours. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! That is full on. That's full on Teo mode right yeah, there. Yeah, that's that's the epitome of Teo Tao mm-hmm. mode. It, I, it look, honestly
4: looks pretty decent. I was shocked when he told me how long he'd spent on it.
3: <laughs>
2: what I do, boy. <laughs> That's that's pretty crazy. So are you? I, mean,
3: I think him and him and Jeremy could definitely have like a fucking speed paint off, and it would be the fastest shit you've ever seen. It would just be <laughs> like, Even okay, scary. guys, here's the thing: you have
2: to get to the event at six o'clock in the morning, and we're going to give you an unpainted army, and you need to paint it yeah. before the event starts at nine o'clock. Like, go. There,
3: the, the, Jeremy I and would him, him are probably the two fastest painters in the West. They really, yeah. must be. If famous. we, did, straight
1: up, if. If we had, it was like a Centurion,
3: where it's like two,
1: 2,000 points or something like that? You would yeah. do it? I would I would take on that challenge. <laughs> would,
4: would you give it to them base coated already? Yeah, like, it would be primed, primed for sure. It would be primed. Just yeah. primed. Okay, because otherwise that would take, like, way too much time. No, no, no yeah. it would be
2: primed. The, yeah. the list is put together, but other than primer, that's it. And yeah. I think Teo could actually do it. If it was, like like two do you think you could in honestly do two thousand in how long in three three hours no <laughs> no you don't think you can do it no <laughs> get three color minimum three color minimum on i mean onion.
3: yeah sure because you could i mean just, if you like, use the make toothbrush make it, you could make it probably so done half that hour. it wouldn't matter but like but like, no no there'd I'm be just, like there'd be judging
1: like you guys would actually judge it be like what well, army actually looks fundamentally better after three hours
3: between you oh, and oh yeah, sure. I yeah, yeah, I'd be interested to see. Jeremy's got a he's got a similar style to you. He's he's just gets her going, he gets it done, and
2: it, and Hammers it, it out. looks
3: it looks good for how long it took. It's like yeah.
2: Yeah, he's yeah. really improved in the cray in the crayon like highlighting as well. Yeah. It's
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> crayon highlighting. He's never <laughs> gonna listen to this we'll so crayon. Fine. <laughs>
1: No, Jeremy's. So pretty, uh, no, yeah, that's all really the hobby good. progress I've done is paint other people's stuff.
2: Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully have got some time for the wolves coming up soon. I got some time for the wolves. You better, and uh, I also have to help um, Matt paint a list for it too. And so you ha- you remember, you have your shame is fi- getting five thousand points of wolves done before the end, before the deuce. Okay, I'm just yeah. yeah I know. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. If anyone can do it, you can, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: For once it probably won't be me up till like four AM <laughs> It'll be me.
2: Gilbert, come on. let that's cute, but you'll probably I'm, still be up right? there. I'm getting there.
1: This <laughs> stuff looks great though.
2: I know. No, I uh it, it is looking good. Yeah. You and you almost got that painting award. Very close. That shit's ridiculous. Very close, sir. Very okay, so uh, who's next? Let's, Gbert, Let's kick it over to you. Sounds
4: what have you been up to lately? Well, like I feel like most people who know me and probably listeners, if you've told stories, won't believe this, but progress has actually happened. Excellent. Now it's been two land raiders were the last things I like fully finished. Twenty tacticals are done, and then I've got my usual 20 melted guys 20, like, 20 melter guys Jesus. 20 melta guys okay yeah. like, everyone laughs at me and then they charge me and i get like eight hits with them on overwatch because of the mastercrafted salamanders bs
2: they don't <laughs> laugh at me after that <laughs> sweet so while well, your land raiders was this doing uh just detail work and stuff
4: like that uh, pretty much. Like, all my vehicles and stuff, again, because I don't, haven't had the chance to learn how to operate an airbrush yet. Teo did, like, the base green on them, and then I yeah. did all the rest of the painting and shit. Okay, gotcha. But yeah, the tacticals and stuff are all from base, like, base primed. I did everything on those guys. Same with the melta guns. The melta guns, I need to wash the silvers on them and do eye lenses, and that's it. So that's, like, another 20 minutes, and then they're all done.
2: Sweet. And then
4: that- from there, I have to... Build and paint a Fire Raptor. Okay, build and paint. So I've, right, yeah. I've heard the building it's not that fun. is yeah. The building and then do the Mastodon as
2: well.
1: I guess I guess I have to airbrush your Fire Raptor too. Quite, quite
2: possibly. <laughs> <Me> <laughs> more, <laughs> yes. like, more like absolutely, you're going to do that. Not quite possibly. Maybe that would be
4: the thing where you finally like teach me how to airbrush myself. I could do that. Take the training wheels off. Stop complaining. Right, cat is just angering us. Yeah, Felix yeah, is Charles known Charles. on this.
1: Felix is a, is an unofficial member of the
4: podcast. Yes. He's on a lot of the episodes. Yeah, I've actually made progress that I feel like I'm going to have a fully painted army okay, of man. my own models for the first time ever at the event. Now you deserve that captain's hat.
3: Cap. Yeah.
1: You
2: deserve that captain's hat. You should wear that captain's hat to the event, g I uh, fully endorse that. Three doors down? What? I said I fully endorse <laughs> that, not three doors I down. You,
1: you should, uh, oh you totally gotta wear that cap and sat at the event now. Oh I'm going to.
2: Yeah. Now that I know it's an option, it's absolutely not. <laughs> I have one for Goldie if you if you guys both want to rock. Yes! Yes!
3: Okay. yes.
2: Yeah, I've got one for Goldie. You
3: guys got to get your. It's definitely your used
2: and dirty, so whatever. definitely appropriate for Goldie. So we <laughs> yeah. perfect.
4: Used and dirty—that's a—it's that's a fairly hostile way to describe them.
2: Yeah, okay, it, in in the hat's defense, this sounds like a good like. It's uh, been to ring it's, it's been to like two at least two fish festivals and, and a few other music festivals so oh so is
3: he gonna like put it on and then start sweating and then he's just gonna get high on fucking uh, i might i
2: might something? make him sign a release form before putting it on a <laughs> $200 deposit it, oh i'll take that $200 i'm just I'm, it's not a deposit it'll just be a fee but <laughs> that's that, the rental that, fee. that's in the that's in the fine print of the release so anyway moving on um you got any more uh happy progress there
3: with lips
2: mm, g-bird not that springs to
4: mind but all right you know as as we know i am not the fast painter <laughs> you and me both
2: sir you and me both <laughs> okay well we'll get to that john don't psh- me and should you want to go next or should i go next
4: uh
3: i guess i should probably go next because you're you have the most it seems like like you've got 12 inches of fucking... I got it. Right I got right it. it. So I'm just, just going to hang 86. out my just...
2: My big old hobby on the... Uh,
3: <laughs> Your big old hobby
2: dick. you the hobby schlong.
3: Yeah, so I haven't done a ton, but, you know, I've gotten some stuff done. Um, I... <laughs> Sorry, that was the weirdest meow. <laughs> he's, he's just counteracting you. Um, he's, he's helping. So you guys probably... Remember roughly that I think I said that I have two Castellacs and a Magos Dominus to do before the flush. I do um, remember that, you yes. I do remember that. So, yeah, I have uh, I did one of the Castellacs uh, and I've done a bunch of work on the uh, Magos Dominus. Yeah, you pretty much today.
2: painted most of that Magos Dominus.
3: Yeah, it's probably like 60% done. Yeah. As so, we've
2: been drinking this fine drinking,
3: bourbon, drinking this fine American whiskey. Uh, yeah, so that's good. Uh, I, uh, did the, so my Voltrax, I had it done. Okay, it's, I'll be honest. I don't know if it's done yet, because I haven't put the, like, cool little, like, wiry things on it. But I'm afraid to do it because I just think they might break.
2: Oh, the the underwires?
3: Yeah, the the mechadendrite things. All of
2: mine. I don't know. All of mine are broke. Yeah,
3: so that's like I'm kind of hesitant to do it because I just don't want to deal with putting them on and then having them break and just being like, fuck.
2: In my defense, I have flown with those, like, across you know to europe multiple times and sure. down to i mean the it's States hard not to break times. shit like that right yeah. yeah
3: so yeah so i don't know if i'm gonna do that or not but uh i hadn't done the base i'd actually been using one of my storm eagle bases so i i built the base i made it myself with okay. like some uh, plastic card that looks like metal and then i used some sector Mechanicus bits to make it a make it a base so it's pretty awesome it's done
2: now if you if i had any uh (laughs) two cents for those like lower tentacle things is to glue them in place and then heat it up heat the thing up and try to bring it up and glue it to some of the other mechadendrites that are up top so Mm -hmm. it's like glued in two places and not just the one yeah i don't know good to know
3: Yeah, yeah for sure if i do that i will uh yeah for sure um yeah, and then uh, I built a Warhound for Mechan uh Deptis Mechanicus. I'm like There's so Titanicus? not Titanicus. Yeah, Adeptus is <laughs> I was
2: Titanicus.
3: like, when'd you buy a Warhound? Yeah, no, uh <laughs> Titanicus. Um and uh yeah, that's just one just one. I want to build the other one running and also I need an eighty millimeter base. So um yeah, I will build the second one when I get that base. I but still I also can't have find to like my... snip the I have to snip the
2: toes. Oh yeah, because you're gonna pose pose them, so it's aggressive.
3: Yeah, yeah. and I've ordered uh, I've ordered a base for it, so oh okay, be here soon. Sweet. Um, yeah, and I I kind of just hate building the plastic because for whatever reason, so I just keep putting it off, and I was like, okay, I just need to fucking build one of these things.
2: Really, you like like resin more? Uh,
3: I for whatever reason, yeah. Like, it, I just find the plastic has a lot of redundant small pieces that are just like, and also it's a lot more monopose generally. Okay. Which is probably ninety nine percent of it is that it's usually way more monopose. I just find it boring, and you get snooty about it. <laughs>
2: they're very snooty. Well, you know, <laughs> you can
3: pose the warlords and stuff, but just I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, that's true.
2: I'd say the the just the warhound is definitely <clears throat> the least, uh, least poseable, possible, which is
1: which is weird. stupid because this yeah, is like the fastest, it's, like, yeah, it's the, the most, most aggressive
2: just holding ass across the battlefield. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like, if you think about it, like, break if you were going to actually break that up, it would be such a bitch to put that kid together, well, putting all those little toes the together. It,
3: the part of it <laughs> is that it's the design of the legs and the toes are, like, they're m- more articulated and they're more um, sort of, like, avian. So because of that, changing in, like, the movement of the, of the hips and, like, of the legs and stuff would result like, the feet themselves have to be posed differently based on where the loca- the, the, the legs are kind of, you know? Right. Like, so it's it's a lot easier to do that with one of the bigger, more static titans that isn't going to be, like, running than it is with a warhound that just has, like... It has the three sort of, like, reptile... Or, uh, it's like raptor. It? Like raptor. T- yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, talons sort of style thing. So I get it in one level... But yeah, it is weird because. Uh, but apparently, it's not that hard to uh, get the one running. So that's. I've seen new. some I'm sweet conversions for sure. So they come back and yep. I'm gonna have it look like it's actually running. So. Yeah. Just. Uh, they kind of put it off. So. <clears throat> got that done. And I've been reading more of book eight. Um, I've been pretty busy, so I just haven't had like a ton of time. And, um, <clears throat> I've read basically through, like, half of the Chondax stuff, which has been pretty awesome, actually. It's, like, pretty cool. Now it's starting to heat up. No know,
2: no spoilers. I haven't I haven't got there yet.
3: Uh, I picked up The Death of Molech, which I'm super excited to dig into because, uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> is one of my favorite battles in the Heresy. It's where Horus ascends, so... It's because
2: yeah. like Horace
4: is like my favorite character other than Scoria and uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're both uh, just so awesome I can't
2: choose between I them. Feel like,
3: I feel like that's a good segue into my next one, which is I ordered a special <laughs> shirt for AJ yeah. at the Flash.
2: <laughs> yes, so. for my my shame.
3: Yeah. I got ordered AJ's Creed shirt. it may or may not have a very, very angsty youth on the front who's like looks like he's like losing his mind, but it's Christian <laughs> stream <laughs> he has got no shirt on.
2: Oh really? So Is it like edgy? two sizes too small as well? It's a medium. <laughs> Oh, that will fit me fine then. Fuck, you lost weight. I forgot. I've well, lost I way too much. much. I can't get you Put it in the dryer a few times. There yeah, you go. Yeah, I'll just, just shrink intentionally
3: it. shrink it. Nice <laughs> crop top That's a good idea. Good oh, idea. Oh, i a crop top.
2: Yeah, you could do, doing, I could get my lower you're belly you're just doing, so my belly doing, button shows up. you huh? the Lord's work, too.
4: <laughs> <laughs> See how badly we Sleeveless can... Sleeveless crop top? I'm actually kind of... Just how badly we can
3: confuse the Legion staff. Oh, that'd be so good Just tail Or, sorry Just uh, AJ walking around In a fucking sleeveless cut-off uh, Creed
2: shirt Look, that is That is so much better Than what you originally Wanted me to do It's a 12-inch dildo Yeah, it was walking around With a 12-inch dildo right. I'm pretty I'm sure Like, honest, if I went up to Ann And it was just like Hey, Ann, uh, this light bulb burned out We need to uh, We need to change I'll this and honest, Just like the,
3: re- the main reason why You just hitting her the leg out. by accident <laughs> yeah. with it It's just is oh, apparently 12-inch oh, dildos are not cheap. So I was like, I'm not going to spend, like, 80 bucks on a fucking 80 game. bucks? That's
1: actually pretty cheap in the world of dildos. <laughs> Tao. And like,
3: I love that. <laughs> are cheap.
4: You know that. This has been your if sexual you want, health you segment, segment the of the show. you the detail show, that I wanted, and to you wanted it to be a
3: minimum of nine inches, It was gonna be, like, 50 bucks or something like that, but then it was, like, you gotta get the strap-on portion of it, and that's another, like, fucking, you know, so...
2: I was only gonna get eight inches...
3: No, you're going to get nine or above. I was above. totally going to get eight inches. You're going
2: to get nine or Nine five. or above, just yeah. Your lack of because commitment. Because for me, shoot. like. My
3: goal was 11.
2: If you were, if you were just going to. Sh- full
3: sh- foot. Yeah, if
2: you were going to give me, like, to some small ass dildo, I'd be like, well, this isn't. Th- a th- small
3: like, ass yeah. eight inch dildo. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, I want, like. In the world of I, want, to I a knee banger. Like, <laughs> I, I'd like, want it to be like, well, this is awkward <laughs> for me today. Like, it's getting in my way, you know, like.
4: Whereas this is just me having my dick it keeps knocking
2: over models. I guess it depends on how like the um, the thickness, I guess, <laughs> the, <Yeah. laughs> the girth, the of the the garment's it's gonna be the consistency of the silicone. Density. The density, thank you. Yes. You know it's how oh, you know, is she is she a flaccid one? Or I guess no, it would I was be gonna
3: eat. be. A, it was like gonna be like a fucking fully rock hard, like black man dildo with like <laughs> like veiny, like veiny and like big ass nuts
2: on it too. So it, it wouldn't be, be hanging down. It would just be sticking. No, straight, be sticking straight
3: out. Straight up. That was <laughs> You'd be my like point. A beautiful year so out. like eight oh inches or nine inches or whatever is gonna fucking be bumping into shit.
2: So I'd like turn around and just like smoke. You know, give someone a bruise in their ribs. No,
4: yeah. oh, you would be. You would be the
2: cause of
4: James's next warlord act accident
1: <laughs> you, you trip it out like a leg <laughs> sweep
4: <laughs> oh man it's like, our yeah. weapons do nothing wait we've got one more <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: the rule name yeah that would be that it'll it would be the ultimate sequel to like fucking greg's picture of me at lvo just a youtube oh, like, yeah. a fucking dildo
2: just taking it to the ho- the whole next level
3: yeah the whole next level so yeah so that's uh that's on the way unfortunately not a dildo but a um really corny shirt that will only ever have one use uh
0: is that what you think i'll hang it i'll if hang it here i'll
3: hang it in here. the, mem- yeah, the Otterden. Remember- yeah okay cool we should memorialize yeah we it. can we memorialize should. it right, i like that oh, we uh, can
2: get everyone to sign it that's at the deuce oh that's perfect that's good i should give yeah. you the first
1: unofficial bachi t-shirt to hang in your in the Otterden. den yeah
2: you can bring that down oh yeah i remember that horrendous piece of shit <laughs> oh so. gilbert i was about to say we could leave it by the little guest room and it could be just a like a i will a, like I, I can look at it next something. time i
4: pass out semi-intoxicated there it'll be great yeah gilbert you're you're the second one that has slept in the otter den now Yeah, yo. He, i uh, can't believe you fit my, in the bed that you know got my dirty seconds in there
3: <laughs> But yeah, so last but not least of my hobby progress is uh, I finally got my fucking sector uh, Mechanicus terrain, got a bunch of it, and yeah. I built, so I basically built these like big ass, like three giant sideways, like, kind of like, they're kind of like, uh, just like tanks with uh, like walkways on top of them, they're pretty awesome. So I built them three of them, they're 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 pretty big like line of sight blocking.
2: No, they look good. And you've yeah. like started to do them in the The, in the...
3: Metallics have started
2: the... But they're it's it's like my Mechanicum stuff, it's totally gonna match your yeah. you're doing it in the Xana scheme, yeah, exactly. so it's looking it's looking hot. Gilbert, yeah. get your face out of the webcam.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> alright face. So on to myself. I've been a little bit crazy I have done quite a bit And there's been some ups and some downs Over the last couple weeks Since we've recorded So I've actually I'll start off with some non-heresy And I built, primed And I started to do the major Base codes on my Cawdor gang For uh, Necromunda And while I did that My compressor Ate shit and stopped what? working. Yep.
3: So, so you for real do need to contact.
2: So uh, ju- we didn't track. I was gonna. I, I should have told you this before, but you know the sound <laughs> that your compressor is it's not I, making it anymore. But yeah, it was okay. Well, that's what mine was doing, and then yeah. it totally ate shit. So then I was like, okay, I've got I've got the deuce coming up. I need the compressor to get some train done. So, I went and bought a new compressor on Amazon. And as soon as I hit purchase, I was like, oh, I fucked up. (laughs) Because I I grabbed uh, one of the Badger compressors with the tank. And I just remember at the last CK Studio class, like, Kayla's, a few students got this. And they, like, Kayla said, or Caleb had to spend, like, I don't know, like, maybe half an hour setting them all up. And a couple of them had issues and had to be sent back. And so, anyway, the compressor arrives, and sure enough, it's not working and leaking like a sieve. So then I had to send that compressor back. And now... And in the process, broke one of my... um, one of my... Uh, like, uh, what's it called? Connector bits for my tube, my, like, compressor cord... Yeah. So, yeah, that has sucked, so I need to send that compressor back now, and now I, I should have just done what, gone and done what I should have done in the first place, is just gone up to everything games and grabbed the compressor up there. So that's what I'll do once I get my refund, but it's kind of put a little bit of a, a small little break in my progression of painting terrain for the deuce. Well, um, after I'm done my stuff, because uh, I don't have much airbrushing left to
1: do, I can send my compressor down with you even, like, next weekend.
2: I That's awesome. I think I'm going to be all right. I think I'll be able to go and get one next week from Everything Games. It's right. just being, um, it's just, like, it's such a pain in the I book. will
3: say for the record that I have, I just, I've been talking with Badger already because of my airbrush issue, issues, so I did ask them, like, what's
2: your warranty okay because
3: your yours is less than a year old so no it's
2: it's more than that because i got mine before you i got mine a year before you okay well mine's like two and and a half years at this point so sucks it's all good it got it got the the job done you know obviously i don't want to be replacing a compressor right now but i'll do what i got to do so even that, it's kind of put a, a bit of breaks on one of the boards, which is painting the rest of the Mechanicum train to fill that thing out. I have basically completed a whole other board of train for the Deuce. So yeah, I uh, I finally I finally built all of the train that we got from War Games tournament um, that was supposed to be for. Um, the Royal Flush but arrived the day after the Royal Flush. So I got it all built and then I took some sage advice from our friend of the show, David Komen, over at Invest in Painting, and did his uh rattle can uh style of painting for this stuff. So basically started it all prime black and then did this kind of like brown purpley um like brown purple color as the main base coat, and it's oh, only totally
1: like a patina to it,
2: yeah, exactly, and then did um kind of this red oxide um spray as a highlight to that, and then did this orange highlight over top of that and it turned out, like, right now, I feel like I don't really need to paint it more.
3: No, no, no. Dude, like, when I when I got all excited about the idea, like, had, we, a few weeks ago, and I was, like, going off about how cool it would be to have this, like, rusted out fucking, like, this is exactly what I was envisioning, so it's awesome.
2: Yeah, so perfectly works with my brown fat, or fat mat, and, like, the desert kind of thing. It's all rusted out, as John said. Like, I took my old pop can mdf terrain repainted all that with the war games tournament stuff so it all fits it's super dense like i can use it basically it's for necromunda it's for centurion it's for uh frontline games so it's pretty awesome there's all these platforms connecting all these gantries and everything so perfect for necromunda and um, I like. I was originally going to be like I'm going to weather it before the deuce, but now Brennan is going to be coming over and doing a weathering class in Victoria with us in uh, in July. More details about yeah, that I'm to follow. But once I found out about that, I was just like, yeah, I'm going to hold off uh, yeah. weathering this until Brendan comes over and teaches me some Jedi mind He's tricks. He's literally
3: the best painter I've seen in, ever in
2: person. In person, he, yeah, it's, his stuff is off the hook. Those new land speeders that he oh, just painted are just unbelievable. Yeah. So um pretty awesome like it, it i've got tons of scatter train it came with like so. a bunch of uh cargo containers a whole bunch of these wooden boxes with like little wooden pallets and stuff like and
3: these that These things blend with it. these uh, for people who can't see as these pop can things had it forever from lvo they blend in super well yeah it,
2: it like it's always what i've said right it's like if you have a, a board that has all mdf Terrain and you might have a couple GW bits here and there to kind of spruce it up a bit, but if that's the primary stuff on the table and it's all that, it looks great. As soon as you start mixing and matching the MDF with the high yeah, detail I can, I can see that terrain, that I feel like it just doesn't work as it well. It Just looks awkward. It lo- yeah, it just doesn't. It, it doesn't blend as well uh, together. <laughs> but if you have it all together and like just go and if you want some top quality examples of this just go to the Taking of Furix page on Facebook and see what David Coleman is doing because it is off the hook um, so yeah, a sh- huge shout out to David for uh, walking me through uh, he was, uh, I was, I was texting with him back and forth quite a bit so uh, he's got a whole bunch of awesome videos that show you the same kind of three can uh, process that I did and I, I highly suggest people go and check it out because I did all of it in the course of maybe like two hours, like painted the entire board. Jesus, really? Yeah, because the paint dries in like 15 minutes.
3: I guess it was spray cans. Spray
2: cans, it's real quick, uh, Then then just finish with a can of of varnish on top. It really does. Yeah. So other than, than that, I've also been quite busy with the demon side of things, so I was able to pick up uh two packs of nurglings and three of the nurgle trees i've got all of that built i painted uh all uh, six bases of the nurglings so those are all done except for the actual bases i actually have to do the weather or like the swamp base effects still but i'm gonna hold off to do a whole bunch of them at once because it's a huge pain in the ass um, so, so I got brutal, six though. six of those done, and, like, just painting those guys, I was just like, oh, man, it's been, like, three years, I think, since I've painted Nurgle. Oh, it's
3: so different from 30K stuff because it's, like, flash.
2: Well, exactly, it's like and actually, it's, like, really like, my the way that I approach my uh, Nurgle stuff, it's all with washes, right? Yeah. So it's just building with different color washes and getting bruise effects and stuff like that. You're Uh, literally
3: making my, like, fantasy army right now because it's, like, it's exactly how I would want it to look. You are picking all the coolest models, and it's, like, it's in a swamp, which is exactly what I'd want, too. But the fact that you're doing these crazy tree, these Nurgle trees as the fucking warp storm things on top of that, it's, like god damn this is gonna look boss it's Uh, it's
2: like that when they came out with those warp riffs I was just like I I was looking for an excuse to buy some of these trees for the longest time so so um, those are built basically I reached out to secret weapon because all of my stuff is on um, the recess bases so they don't have any right now for the 135 or 130 millimeter bases they say they're coming out soon, but I don't think I can wait. So, I took a regular 130 base, glued it down to some plasticard, and then cut out the top of the regular GW base savage. to yeah to make a a recess base for uh, one of the big demons that I've started to paint. So, it actually I was like, can I actually do this? And I have proven that I can do it. So now. Good, it's crazy. Now I what just have to go out. I can show Gbert here. So this is one of the. Oh yeah. And tail. I like this a lot. Love it. So yeah, basically. Got this little nerdling hype crew there. Yeah, there's yeah. about let's see, uh yeah, three. <coughs> there's ten nerdlings on this guy's base.
3: It's got like a huge 40k player on the on the top of it.
2: A huge 40k player?
3: Yeah. What? Like, show them the model and they'll understand.
2: Oh, yeah, okay, well. (laughs) So, the other thing that I've been painting is the old... John's throwing shade. He's, yeah, he's definitely throwing shade. Painting the old Forge World, uh, great unclean such a, It's such a disgusting model. It is a like disgusting. his back is just grotesque. Yeah, the, just the open yeah. spine and everything, so... It's just something so I want
4: to be further ass. away from, which is why I'm glad I'm seeing it via video.
3: You broke
4: it. Oh, I
2: just broke off the sword. His
4: hand fell
2: off. Oh, geez, Lay. It was a bad... I knew it needed a pin. Anyway, no paint damage. Um, so, he's about 75% done. I just need to do all the technical... Looks
3: like pretty unbelievable. In, when you get some uh, blood for the blood god on that, and some gloss on that those wounds, it's gonna
2: look. Yeah, nice. I basically have to do the blood for the blood god. I need to pick up all the gross little maggots and paint them all white that are all infected in his wounds and everything, which is very gross. Don't they do like a nurgle pus technical paint as well? And I need to pour about so an entire pot of that all over this guy. I think I, I I honestly was like, I wonder what it would look like if I just poured some of that on. His back, and just see what it looks like. <laughs> It'd be
3: expensive to try, yep. risky, and uh but man, it could look cool. He looks, yeah,
2: he looks awesome. He, he's yeah, he. So I'm basically going to be running him as um the Lord of War, like so running him kids, as the big right. ass demon. Yeah. He he looks like he
4: only plays win at all costs lists. <laughs> Who me? Yeah, no. A, <laughs> <a good> <laughs> like, do you know me, Gilbert? <laughs> no, I was talking about the demon. Uh, just like, yes. His neck beard looking pudgy monstrosity. He's
3: very, he's very Spawn-esque. It's like the face is just awesome.
2: Yeah, he's he's like, he's. it's definitely an old model that you can't get anymore, but he still holds up so well. The old Nurglings that he comes with it, are so interesting, but I, I love them. There's one that looks like he's just like, so happy and maybe throwing poo at people, or at least that's what I imagine. That's why he's so happy. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so other than that, I picked up um, a creature caster, um, big demon for, to be my shrike demon for my nerglings, and it's the oh, yeah. Lord of <gasps> Virtulence or something like that, the one that yeah, The, so the gross one with the big scythe. And wings, ghost I'm very face. excited to get that. And waiting, still waiting on my. To,
3: are you gonna try to do a ghost face on, them like they they painted them?
2: Yes, yeah. I will. Cool. And I picked. A, I'm still waiting on the Cromleck demon to come. So right now I'm like in full demon land. In, while I'm waiting to continue painting terrain, I'm, I'm
3: just waiting to play all this stuff. So I'm like so.
2: so oh, I'm excited. I'm stoked to get a game in. I I speaking of that, I uh, did get my first game in with Jeremy. When we had our little uh, Heresy get together At EG Games last Friday And had like a super great game It was, Jeremy has also Been playing Demons, you played your first Game, John, against uh, Jeremy, which we talked about last episode And it was really awesome to have Like, I'm not the best on rules, as I've Talked about many times, so Having that first game with Jeremy that already knew the list was super great. It
3: turns out Corborax is really
2: tough. Cor- Corborax <laughs> is a beast, and uh, it was really good because for me, like I'm one of those players that I really need to just like play the game to really see it. Like I, yeah. it's one thing looking on like paper, but I really need to play it out. So, especially with the upgrades for the demons, I was like, okay, this sounds good, and I went in with like the rending claws and with Shred and and really it's like okay I found out that that's good and they, they're they definitely the Nurgle like going Nurgle with those lesser demons they're tough as hell especially when they're near those uh, warp rifts but I think I'm going to do them with the exchange their, their two attacks for the one AP two attack and the basic
3: demon is the same durability as a fucking Myrmidon on turn one it's
2: on turn one yeah, yeah. And, true. and two so so yeah, it was a, a really good game. It was very very close. Jeremy ended up sneaking out a win by one point. But at first we were like, oh, I think it's actually a tie. But once we re looked at it, he he did sneak out to uh, the win, which is uh, typical between yeah. me me and Jeremy when we usually play. Yeah, I was kind of bummed. I was like, damn. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that. Um, you know, just I picked up a box of plague bears to add just some additional dudes coming out of the Nurgle trees when I get those going. So on those bases, I'll have, like, um, I'll have Nurglings, I'll have plague bears coming out of the portals, and they'll just be part of the base as a whole. So I'm really stoked to get into the, painting those guys. I, I, I'm extremely stoked for them. I'm thinking of hanging fishing wire, from like some of the limbs to other limbs and then using some of that Nurgle goo to run along those limbs so it looks like they're just slime like really thick Mm -hmm. really thick like um, I don't know, spiderweb yes, exactly exactly of all the ways you could have...
3: I'm more done. excited to see what comes of the, the, the trees than anything else that you have. That's the most like, thing you're yeah, stoked about? for sure, because like when they're on their bases and they just look like they're just these gross trees that are growing out of a swamp, it's going to look fucking really cool. Yeah, that
2: I'm. it's just the, the hobby project of this is the thing I'm the yeah, most stoked it's about. it's fucking crazy cool. And then, so the last thing is uh, I decided that uh, I would depart with vera teo and um i I became the owner of vera the warhound but i decided that i was probably not going to get around to it for quite some time and i decided to donate vera the warhound to the dmd raffle you so put the puppy up for adoption. I put the puppy up for adoption. So I threw a post out looking for someone that wanted to paint um, Vera for the raffle, and I am super stoked to announce that Miles from Little Legend Studio is going to be painting the Warhound for the raffle. <laughs> Miles, yeah. listen to us. Yeah, <laughs> Miles got. Yeah, I got in touch with Miles. I threw it out to him, being like, "Hey, is this something that you're interested in doing?" And uh, he was like, "I would love to dive into that." So we've been talking back and forth about schemes. It sounds like he's got someone already on board to make a banner for it. So uh, not only are there going to be three full painted army heresy armies up for, um, the raffle this year, but now there's also going to be a warhound. There's also going to be one of the limited edition solar war books. Uh, shoot. So yeah, if you haven't gone out and got a, yeah, a raffle ticket,
3: you, AJ, you're, like, you're making uh, me want the to throw cool, money the at the this coolest thing. Like, you
1: should, you should throw money to the cool. DMD
3: and thanks miles for uh, doing that. Cause it's, it's
4: yeah, that's cool. awesome. Yeah, after uh, I graciously declined the offer of painting it, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Gilbert. Yes, after you graciously declined. So yeah, I uh, packed up Vera today and uh, shipped it off to the UK to uh, to get a get a fix it job. Did you
3: tell the story about the like all the goodies you were sending Miles, and then like the like it was pretty funny.
2: Oh man. Okay. So, so, so yeah, I'm at the post office, and I'm like. Okay, so Miles is doing this at a, you know, it's for charity. So he's donating his time to paint this thing. So I'm like, obviously, I got to hook him up with something. So I threw him in some bocce tea little things for him, like a patch and some dice and stuff. But I'm like, you know, this man deserves more. So I went and got him some, you know, Canadian little treats, some chocolate bars, things like that. And some uh, local Vancouver Island gin. So I pack it all up. And the guy rings up the bill, <laughs> and it was astronomical for so this nice. package. So it was going to cost $110 to send it <laughs> by by ship and by, like, first by car— to Halifax where it was going to get on a ship and then to the UK and then again by car and they were like yeah it's going to take two months and going to cost over $100 I was like what so So it was like yeah because you hit the certain weight so anyway I had to like pull out some gifts and sadly now the the gin is now sitting in the otter den (laughs) instead of in the box to Miles but I promise Miles that I will graciously buy him many a drink at uh, a future Adepticon or LVO that we both attend to. And Can you put in a your tie on
3: gin's Miles gin? And in your mi- in Oh, your that's heart, a good idea. we will not only will we uh mark this as the Miles gin we will also we promise that we will butt chug this gin. In your, in your honor <laughs> uh,
2: I don't promise that I'm not doing that
0: <laughs>
2: but I think that is a good idea we make it the Miles Gin and it's only special occasion it should be like we need. it should be hobby related it should be yeah. a hobby related gin if you come and put some solid hobby time in uh, put your Bob Ross moment in, in, in the hobby den then you get some of Miles Gin I think yeah. that's fair like that's, uh, I agree. you're making
4: me want to leave some of my army unpainted so i can do another all-nighter and earn some gin <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is tr- this is true there wasn't last time there wasn't uh there wasn't miles gin uh when there you was pulled uh, the weed last time. and thundercat <laughs> there was weed and thundercat yes okay, well I the, it, it seemed to work last time it did it pulled you through so yeah that is uh that is it for me other than making uh making some plans with uh some of our u.s boyfriends that are coming up for the deuce oh that's um, gonna be sweaty that is it oh and and starting to put some paint on corvax as well so i started oh, yeah. doing that oh, yeah but that would be it for me so uh I guess for shame progress, uh, John, you're um, right now working on shame. You got some shame with your Castlax and Magos. Teo, you are out. And for me, I think, uh, can you cue up the horns here, John?
3: I believe I can just now.
2: I believe I am finished my shame. (laughs) Sweet. Awesome. I'm sorry, Kalus. I'm sure you hate that.
0: <laughs>
4: so uh, yeah, he's like I, sharpening one of his many knives uh, to come for you right now. <laughs>
2: yeah, he's in. Is he? He's in his forge. He's his making forge. one just for you. Yeah, he's an, an anathemum. The, samurai, sorry. <laughs> the salamander in me is deeply upset by this. Uh, you'll get over it once you find your primary in got sal- the forty first. Some
3: fruits. salamander catches drift.
2: What? It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Oh! Lord. Oh! All right. Well, that's it. I think for hobby and shame. So uh, let's kick it over to past AJ and the very powerful Vicente. And <laughs> Vicente. And we will get back to talking about War Games Camp and our road to it. A boot. A boot. A boot. All right. We'll be back. Wow, John, your hobby game's looking pretty swole
3: Yeah, it's because I've been uh, clanging and banging at uh, Everything Games out there
2: in Lankford, but Everything Games? You mean Rob Store?
3: Yeah, they've got pretty much everything for all your uh, hobby game needs Everything Games has all your hobby needs From Plastic 30K, Deptus Titanicus, Warhammer 40K, Age of Sigmar, X-Wing, Magic, and Board Games Everything Games has you covered Visit everythinggames.ca for more
2: And welcome back to the Boys of the Golden Throne. I am here with the one, the only, the king of memes himself... Vincent <laughs> Rosetti, also known as Vincente, <laughs> see, I, yeah, I don't have the app. I should. I was thinking about it. I was like, I should probably just download that app right now.
5: Well, uh, oh, you're up <laughs> there, buddy, because
2: I do. <laughs> it's literally called Meme Soundboard. Meme Soundboard. Jeez. Ah, uh, well, we have. Mr. Vicente on We are here on our ongoing Segment to talk uh, or To talk about it. it's the road to War games camp and <laughs> There we go that's for you John uh, <laughs> So yeah I uh, decided we would sit Down bring Mr. Vicente On board and uh, Have a little chatty chat About this Jeez, year's that. This year's War Games Camp and last yep. year's Heresy Camp because people should be coming to this thing, right?
5: Yep, exactly. Like, I'm like,
2: why isn't John and Teo coming? Well, John isn't coming because he's saving up to go to Japan later on this year, so he can't do both. And Teo, well, I don't know. Teo, Teo would have to defend himself. He's, why does he want to go to Japan? Because he's been, he's like, uh, He's huge on Japan. John's also huge in Japan, but that's just because of his physical properties. <laughs> um, he's just, like, super into, like, Magna, or not Magna, like, anime and stuff like that and just, like, the culture and really wants to. Does he to... have,
5: like, one of those, like, waifu body pillows? What's that? <laughs> you haven't looked this up?
2: Oh, my God. Look at this. Oh, why? About... I, all I know is, like, the little, the cute little egg things. Do you know about that? Where it's this no. little egg-like character? I think it's by the same people that do Hello Kitty. But it's this little yolk, like an egg yolk, and he's this cartoon character, and he's always like, I, It's the weirdest thing ever. It's just again, it kind of goes into the like the what what the fuck Japan kind of category. But oh, yeah, <laughs> click, on,
5: click on this, click on this Etsy link. Like,
2: this oh, is like very, I think this ah, is the first oh, like Etsy pull up we've done on the show. <laughs> Whoa, scandalous!
5: Yeah, it's like these, they call them
2: waifus. It's just like these fucking, like, anime girls with, like, big boobs, scandally, like, dressed. And... I, think, I think John would be into this uh, <laughs> anime dude here. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's something else. So, yeah, those guys, I don't know. Teo keeps saying that he might come, but uh, I'm not going to hold my breath. I want him to come so badly. But oh my uh, God, uh, But why, it... let's talk about why they should come, because this year – with War Games Camp, we're ex- we're expanding things. We're bringing in different uh, different gaming uh, platforms, I guess. And uh, you are running one of these little side events, so I thought, hey, let's Boom. let's bring on. Vicente, just because we love you anyway And I can't believe we haven't had you on Since our Heresy After Dark Which we are going to be recording another one Very, very soon Once you are with me here in the Otter Den In all of like 40 days Which I'm yeah, so stoked good. for But uh, yeah, tell us a little bit About uh, what your plans are For War Games Camp this year
5: So, my plans for War Games Camp I am running Along with scott's weiser from rfi i am running powerful the, scott flames. yeah powerful scott running the flames of war event and it will be so flames of war is a it's a 1 100 scale uh tabletop game so you can get by with playing on like a four foot by four foot board yep okay um, so it's 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 a lot of smaller than what everybody's normal to on the 28 millimeter scale. But at the same time, it's not Epic scale. So it's like in between. Yeah, exactly. So I believe Epic scale is probably like one to 200 or probably even more than that. But it's, I like the game. Uh, I got into it when I was back in North Carolina, Uh, a buddy of mine introduced it to me. Uh, It was cool because it's more of the historical side. Right. And i always liked the idea of uh, you can have like a historical game. But since like I'm really big into World War Two, like you could do something that wasn't really historical. Like how would how would like a Marine Pacific rifle company face up against like. A Russian T thirty four tank company, right, and stuff like that. So do an alternate
2: history kind of battles.
5: Yeah, exactly. Like you could you could like do stuff like that. And um, my buddy was big into it because every year he goes to Historicon, and Historicon is like this huge historical wargaming convention in um, Virginia. Okay, it's uh, it's like right next to I forget. There's a there's a town right next to Quantico, Virginia and every year they host a store con and like this is where like the og like painters of the like og painters like the big like people that originally started like this whole painting genre of like
2: historical painting i can and, only imagine the hobby classes that you could take at that place
5: well they don't even do they don't even do like hobby classes oh no it's, just, oh, damn. it's like these 50 and 60 year old dudes like it's it's at this like hotel convention center right and so like every single convention room is like a, a themed room okay and the, the event the, the event itself historicon is like 4 days long and you'll have guys that like they'll block off one of these rooms and it's all historical wargaming so it's like either 1 100 scale or 1 200 scale And they'll turn the whole room using the floor, not even tables, the floor. And they're dropping, like, terrain and maps, like, like, and so, like, you'll have, like, a true scale 1-100 battle of, like, the Battle of Gettysburg. And you got, like, these 56-year-old dudes, like, this is General Lee's and J.B. Stewart's, like, division during the Battle of Gettysburg. That's coming so, up on Knob, little knob hill and big knob hill and stuff like that
2: well that's like the that's the that's where our hobby comes from right is is though you know the miniature or the military modelers and you know the uh, yeah. train modelers and and seeing that stuff when i was a kid i was just like that's definitely what planted you know the seed very early in my life of just like okay i'd love to you know this is too cool and now we have the money and the skills to do it ourselves but yeah so they like like not only do they do like like it's stuff like
5: that so like for four days straight these dudes will be locked in a room together and they'll play like the battle of Gettysburg but then it's not just like the civil excuse me not just the civil war Like they got like Napoleonic era battles, and then they got the Revolutionary War battles and stuff like that. And then they got like your your normal mainstream historic gamings, like Flames of War is a big one. And then they got uh, Bolt Action. Bolt Action, right? Okay. Um, there's like very very small like Warhammer like Games Workshop games going on because it's centered around like historic gaming. Okay. But that's so like Flames of War is big there. So my buddy. They go every year, and then we would play it because we sort of got, like, we would get bored every once in a while with just playing Heresy or playing, at times time, 7th edition 40K.
2: Yeah.
5: And so he got me into Flames of War, and then I was just like, oh, this is awesome. It's, like, it's a small game. You can play on, like, four feet by four foot table. It's, re- the game, the rule system is really easy,
2: and the models are pretty cheap. And what's so, the the game time like? Is it comparable to thirty k or faster? Or it's a, it's a little bit faster because
5: like of the um, the scale size and like the smaller map, so you're you're getting into each other and shooting each other a lot quicker. Sometimes. So yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so it's 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 a lot of fun. So but and, and it, it's understandable if people are not into that because like it's historical gaming so not a lot of people have like a niche for that like you know what i mean like I, it, it's something
2: very unique i think it's pretty cool i like for me it's uh, i could probably get into i could get into way too many games and i've always had i'm like no i need to i need to stay focused on heresy or i'll just get sidetracked and now that it, i feel like this year the year of 2019 will be my sidetracking year as I'm getting into Titanicus and Necromunda and stuff like that. But that whole, you know, I'm I'm a huge World War II and World War One buff as well. And, and that aspect of, you know, recreating all those battles that, you know, we, I know so well from just research and everything. My and So, that
5: that so that's what's really
2: interesting about it is that um, –
5: So, depending – so, the way the game system is broken out is you have the early war, mid-war, and late war periods. Okay. So, within each of the different periods, you have, like, different technology as the war progressed. Right. And the point cost reflects that. So, like, a German tank army in the early war period, points-wise, will cost less Less. than – in the late war because all their factories are getting bombed and they That's don't have enough cool. resources. So it's cool to see that in a game system because it, you don't necessarily see that often. Like, cause you got to think about it, in Warhammer, like, let's say we're talking 40 K, right? Right. Like a contempt or dreadnought is like, it's called a relic Contemptor dreadnought. Yeah. So like it, the point, the, the points to bring that into the game system doesn't reflect just like, if you were to play Demon Magnus or Demon Mortarion, right. like it doesn't reflect that these dudes are one, in, one of not like one of a kind and that they wouldn't just randomly appear in every single fucking ITC tournament that you see or Gilliman showing up with every single fucking gun line or a Knight Castellan with fucking Astra Militarum or fucking... Skatari from Adeptus Mechanicus showing up in every single ITC list. Yeah,
2: so I, I so, think I think we might eventually. Well, hopefully we don't get to that aspect of, of what's going on uh, with with 40k. But I, you know, my desire is hopefully that's what will happen with the Heresy. Is that we'll get you know the early early Heresy armies of what we're in now, and I think with Book Eight we're just with the add in of the demons i feel like we're getting into you know the second phase of the heresy like obviously we need to get the dark angels rules out there but hopefully hopefully we'll start to see this change right in in the legions and we'll get different rules and as we get later into the heresy and the traders get more witchy poo and we get different rules for all the primarchs and maybe not all of them but definitely at least the traders i think uh I think that would be really cool, and I think that's you can see the heresy has taken so many nods from miniature or from the war uh, from the military modeling side of things and how they put oh, their campaigns together and everything like that. It's uh, like
5: the, the style and models alone that Ford World produces in their their, their painting studio is just very realistic. A, a, a realistic style Everybody knows this like every, It's a realistic style of painting It's not like Realistic
2: s- with bunny, <laughs> with the bunny quotes there <laughs>
5: Yeah, I mean Realistic as you can as you can imagine But it's not It's not what you see on the fucking Warhammer 40k games workshop side of things where it's well, I like, think,
2: And I think that's just because I think the heresy is Getting that quote unquote more realistic Look the further that GW like in the last two years we've seen that at least my point of view is more of the cartooning of oh. 40k where that's making i think heresy look have that more you know quote now, sort of realistic you,
5: i i enjoy i enjoy playing games of eighth edition with my friends um and i enjoy playing heresy and i use my heresy models in my in my eighth edition list because it's it's simple. It's like, I only have to have one army. Right. To use it. And it looks better than what I'm playing against people. So, it, and then it's also a way for me to get people into 30 K is like, Oh yeah. So these are 30 K thousand sons. Look at them in all their glory. Or, <laughs> these are 30k dark angels. Look at them in all their glory. But, um, it's just that I like the models that they're making for 40 K right now.
2: I really don't like them? I like, like I really like the primary I like the standard primaris, like just the bulkier size. I think the size is is like I would love it if they had if we had heresy marines of that size. Obviously
5: I would absolutely hate it cuz they would have to like convert everything oh, to Oh,
2: I know. i like and obviously we'd get into that. I'm just saying it would be if we could start all over again and we all had that like I just think the proportions is is more suited, but I think, you know, I still think that some of them are getting a little bit oh, yeah. off the d- deep end, and, that, and that's just my, you know, my opinion of the aesthetics, but yeah, yeah I, I it's think...
5: Definitely, it's definitely, like, they, they're they not saying it, and I don't think people would agree with me on it, but personally, I think that they're going more towards, a, like, the Age of Sigmar theme with even their 40K models. Like that Lord of Discordant that they just popped out for Chaos. Yeah, that thing is ugly as fuck. Like that thing is so stupid looking. I
2: like, think I think we're I, gonna see that thing though taken and converted and and get some crazy Dark Mechanicum stuff once we see those rules drop for. This but game. see that
5: makes sense. But to have to, a Chaos Lord on this giant like bug slash demon thing like. Riding around like a fucking on horseback Like I think it that's, works That's fucking stupid to me
2: Like I, I think, I, think that's, that's, I don't love the look The look of it I think it's it's A little bit too out there and that's More of the aesthetics that they're doing generally For me right now is a little too out there But the theme of it of like You know some crazy twisted Warp forged dude You know makes this crazy creature That he's gonna ride into battle I can get behind That like some I can crazy techno Spider
5: but it would be cool that if it was, like, a model from the Mechanicum range, you know what I mean? Yeah, like,
2: like a, you saw aspects of, okay, I could see, like, uh, vor, a Vorax somewhere in there. Yeah, I can, I, it's definitely two completely diverged lines. Like, what's
5: those, uh, what's those uh, Those flyer Mechanicum models that you
2: like the, to use? Uh, don't toss me under the bus like that. <laughs> I had one in my did I have one or two at at War Games Camp, I forget. They're no, but, uh, they're but a
5: ago, When you were playing John, you have like three of them, right?
2: No, 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 no. I've never fielded three. I only have two and I usually only field one. But <laughs> So but the
5: Voltrax, right? Yeah. So but but then on the like Nurgle slash death card forty K side of things you have like the, the fated Blight Drone, yeah. which is
2: they're the same thing totally and that and i like that but they're both those are both forge world models and that's the difference right is that it's games workshop doing those and they've you know i would love to see that definitely that more you know blended technology (laughs) or blended aesthetics uh, because it's just like look at bobby g 30k and bobby g 40k it's like what happened what happened yeah he took a and lot think, of roids, and I think he injected them all into his face.
5: And, then like, all they do, like, it's just a shitty pose and, like, shitty armor. It's just like, ugh.
2: I don't know. It's just different. I, I don't like to try, like, I don't like trashing it because I think that everyone likes different things aesthetics-wise. It's just not for me, but. Yeah, that's what it is. It's just not for me,
5: like. Don't like if there's people out there that I'm like, I'm saying all this shit right now and they're going to get offended. But and I'm sorry. Like, I should have caveat. No, of, like, not, that's not, not me. really <laughs> no, I, 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 like, I don't wanna offend anybody. And I don't want to like, if like, that's your thing. That's your thing. It's just not me. I'm more of like, definitely the, m- it's a fake game. Yes. It's a fake game system. Yes. It's a fake war. Yes. But I always mm-hmm. like things that are like, they're trying to make it as realistic as possible so that we can actually envision this. Yeah, That's what I like about the heresy side of things and the heresy models is like, you look at some of how the models are painted, you look at how they're actually, the models are modeled, and you're actually sitting there thinking like, okay, I can understand what Void Heart and Armor is or I could see that in the near future and how it could work. But I just can't understand... This fucking spider slash demon thing that a dude in power armor is riding on horseback, like into the sunset. Yeah, that's something I can't understand.
2: (laughs) Well, I think yeah, and I think that's just like they're. You're right. They're definitely injecting more of a a fantasy like motif. I think a little bit more into 40k, which is
5: well, it's not even. And it's funny you say that. It's not even fantasy. It's like that whole Age of Sigmar thing because. I Scott got me into starting a fantasy army. Yep. So like I'm starting up a Bretonian army. And if you look at the old fantasy range, it's it's not like what the Age of Sigmar models look like. It's not as cartoony. It's it's it's, it's, it's more it's
2: more like I I would say the older the Old World is more um maybe tradition like maybe traditional fantasy where yes. sigmar seems to be going more of like a high fantasy
5: yeah i would say that that's fair yeah,
2: yeah. but uh yeah so like pulling it let's pull pull it back to <laughs> to what's going on with the uh, flames of war we got a little derailed there but uh but yeah, so you're you're bringing basically a starter or like doing intro games, right? So, sure. um, So what's me, go- uh, going on so with factions and stuff like that?
5: So, like I said, you have like the early war, mid war, and late war uh, different sets, basically. So, the recent, the most recent rule set released is called Version Four. But the way they do it is broken down by those eras. So right now, the only true era that's in version four is mid-war, because that's that's what they came out for the rule system for is mid-war. Pretty soon, they're teasing it all over Facebook, they're bringing late-war into version four. Okay. But they basically came out with a fact that says for any of the eras – this is how you convert it to mid-war version four rule set. It tells you what to take out, tells you what not to use anymore and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But the unique thing about the game that I'll be hosting is you got early war, mid war, late war, and then you have Pacific war because Pacific war just purely deals with U S army, U S Marines and Imperial Japanese forces throughout 1940 uh 1939 all the way through 1945 okay so it's one it, it covers down from from all of those but if you pull open like right here i got my pacific united states marines book it's called gung-ho and then scott <laughs> is, scott has the japanese version which is called bonsai if i go to the the unit listings, there's two point sections. There's one for late war and there's there's one for Pacific war. Okay. So Pacific war is for like 1939 and 1942. Late war is from 1944 and, and 1945. And based upon the technology at the time, things cost less, things cost more. But we'll be playing at the Pacific war level using the version four rule set to make things easier And Scotty is building a 2,000-point Imperial Japanese army, and I'm finishing up. I've always had uh, United States Marines, so I'm finishing up paying that, and we're going to do the historical Battle of Tarawa that took place in 1943. So we'll be doing that at Wargamers Camp, and then once we get done, then anybody who wants to play or get into Flames of War, that wants to try out the rule system, can just use our models that we're bringing, so they can either be the Imperial Japanese Navy or they can be the United States Marine Corps and play the Battle of Terror. And this, and this is... When it comes to Wargamers Camp with Flames of War armies, then we can just simply play a pickup game of uh, whatever they want to play.
2: Very cool. And you said when we were talking before uh, we started recording here that Scott's building, like, a specific table for this battle.
5: Yes. So, Scott... So, I bought... Uh, the company that runs flames of war is called battlefront and they are really good at pumping out their own pre-made, uh, painted terrain. Um, but the problem is like most of the terrain, once it's sold out, it's like out of production. So a lot of the stuff that we tried to buy, me and Scott both tried to buy for the table is out of production. So we're going out of means to get it. But like, they have everything that you need and, um, like I even bought one of their mats for the specific uh battle we're playing. They they come out with they had a Pacific battle map set where like it's for the beach landing, so you can conduct the beach landing and, and do cool stuff like that. So cool. it's gonna be basically the table is gonna be like the beach landing map front and then the beach itself and then like the inland part of Tarawa and Scott, he's gonna set up his japanese defensive forces and then me as the marine corps i'm just gonna try and and like invade and do a beach landing at terror and it's basically gonna be a grudge match to see if i can see like to defeat the japanese at terror
2: very cool man sounds awesome i love how like you guys i think you guys started talking about this like at last year's camp or like in the cup in you know months leading after it because i know you started sending you had scott for secret santa and and yeah. put up that hilarious video of you boxing up his <laughs> his gift and just like I, that map i think was one of the things you sent up so this has been at least in in the works since december like which is you know 10 months <laughs> of planning one game which is just amazing um oh, and that you guys are theming it specific. I, I love just the themes. Like, that's the thing with historicals that I that I'm I'm scared of because it's just that's the way that I build and paint all of my armies. It's like okay, I want to get this is the theme that I'm going for, and it's like you know wh- whether it's Nurgle demons or Alpha Legion or whatever. Like I definitely go for a specific theme and build to that, and you know the historicals is so so up that alley it's great like you just all you need to do is go and look at the vallejo paint range and yeah. then, oh would you like like mid-european mud or like russian mud or like japanese mud all these different weathering things that are just like so specific to certain areas it's so super cool i, I could nerd out on that hard so i'll probably have to stay away from this table at <laughs> at war yeah. games camp
5: and what's cool about it is, like, because of the scale is like one one hundred. It's like small models, very small. Like we're talking, uh, where
2: is one of them? Like, yeah, the, the troops of, must be like really, chair. really small, like the size of a nerdling or something like that.
5: It's even smaller than half. Hold
2: on. Oh, checking out Vinny's hot new chair that he's ordered secret labs i think i'm gonna have to upgrade to that as we were talking before and then i'll get john just an old janky stool with like a broken leg (laughs) so these are like the size of the models right there okay so they're like i don't know maybe seven i'm gonna screw you up like are they seven centimeters high or
5: (laughs) i would say i would say i would say they're easily like Six centimeters. Okay. All right. How many yeah. inches? Uh, about an inch.
2: An inch. Okay.
5: Yeah.
2: Instant. Right. You know what I mean? Some convert, some uh, cross-border conversion work going on right now. So that sounds really cool, man. Just like the. So you're going to have that just set up on a table, and obviously, if you or Scott aren't busy playing another game, and someone wants to try things out, you guys will walk people through it that's awesome yep
5: that's the whole point and i'll have i'll have all the rule books that you'll need it's like scott has the because i bought it for him he's got the army rule book for the japanese i got the army rule book for the marines we'll have i'll, I'll have all the models that they'll need scott has all the japanese models need and people can just do whatever
2: um, well I'm, I'm excited just to see this uh this board and your guys models because both of you guys are amazing painters so uh
5: yeah he he told me uh yesterday that he or no friday that he was going to start painting up his uh japanese army because he hasn't been touching it at all okay. since he since he's like balls deep in his own like fantasy Yeah,
2: he's in like, empire land right now isn't he oh yeah yeah
5: but then again i am too like i just dropped like so much money on fucking Bretonnian army so i'm pretty pumped about it <laughs> like i'm definitely like Uh, I'm only going to try and convince Scott So that like now Like let's run a fucking Like like Wargamer camp Let's have a fantasy event too Like let's run something A fucking Wargamer camp
2: Man you're going to have to drive from Florida Like you're going to have so many You're going to bring a Heresy Army uh, Flames of War Army And maybe a a Fantasy Army too That's Oh man Well the Flames
5: of War Like literally the Flames of War Army The whole army fits in like The box that you got from like the betrayal of Calth or burning of Prospero. Oh, okay. That's... Like that's like yeah. So I just that's like the Flames of War I army, mean. and then like Battle Tech stuff is really oh, yeah. Super and special.
2: you're bringing all the Battletech stuff as well. But...
5: Yeah, but you like Battle Tech like a three hour game. You're talking three models, four models. Okay. Tops. Like if I were if you were to seriously play like a ba- a classic Battletech game where you're running like 10 models versus 10 models you're fucking talking like six or seven hours probably even more because of how detailed that game is when it comes to like moving and shooting and stuff like that like yeah man oh man like that's a fucking serious game
2: crazy well you'll uh i'm i'm interested to seeing you showing up with your uh your luggage and just seeing your get up well, see, that's why I told
5: you... That's why I told Ryan uh, a couple of weeks ago when I was on RFI that you would probably like Battletech because you really like Adeptus Titanicus, And it's basically the sort of same type of rule system where, like, your your models have, like, different armor points and stuff like that. And depending on where you hit, you're shedding off that armor, and then you're causing critical hits. And depending on what you do, like... I've never played Titanicus before, so I've just heard of what you guys and the Age of Darkness guys talk about when they're playing games. Right. But, like, it sounds like you can overheat by, like, overusing your reactor,
2: right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
5: So, like, the same thing applies in Battletech is you have, like, a heat scale. So, like, every time you shoot a weapon or move, your heat scale rises. And, every single turn, your your Battletech tells you, how like your battle mech tells you how much heat it can dissipate each turn because it has like heat sinks. Right. So, and as you increase on, on like the heat, if you decide to like, just go overload because you want to shoot all your weapons and stuff like that, like you could run into the point where you need to take a pilot check or your mech just shuts down. Like it's so overheated that it just kills like it just shuts down and you can't do anything for a turn and then you gotta see if it comes back online.
2: Yeah, see like I've never played Battletech, but I do have we do have some guys in the community that play uh Adeptus Titanicus that have played in the past and they're like, Yeah, they've taken some major nods from from Battletech and, and that's definitely I'm gonna be trying that out at uh, at War Games Camp, do a little intro game with either you or Scott or or Ryan. Um, I have a feeling there's going to be quite a bit of BattleTech at War Games Camp this year. So, yeah, it's definitely one that I'll uh, check out. I'm like, I, as I said, I'm 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 scared getting into more games. It's, uh, it's it can it it can be distracting. We don't we literally don't have anyone up here, but I feel like it's uh, our our little scene up here is it's like you could you just uh, throw yeah. chum in the water and we'll. Probably yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't recommend buying games
5: for systems that don't get played in your local area. <laughs> I'm sort of bound right now because nobody down here plays Heresy. Um, the 40k group that I was playing with, I got banned. So I can't even <laughs> play with those dudes anymore.
2: They don't uh, like memes. They're terrible people. Yeah. Uh, so,
5: and, and nobody plays Flames of War. I got one buddy of mine that plays Battletech, but he literally just had a baby, so he can't play anymore. It's so, shut like,
2: down, yeah. So, so it's just me, painting models, enjoying my time, and spending money on plane tickets to come to Canada and play Heresy. <laughs> exactly.
5: So I went to fucking Indiana for the 3D printing class and to play video, play, to play tabletop games because I can't play it anywhere else. I went to War Gamer Camp last year. I'm going to Wargamer Camp this year. I'm going to see you guys and do your Deuces Gone Wild event up in Canada. Like literally, where you live in Canada is the complete opposite side of the world where I
2: live. Not the opposite side of the world. Is the opposite <laughs> side of the continent. But <laughs> I know you're do- you're you're doing some. Uh... Some uh, travel gymnastics to to get here with flights. (laughs)
5: Yeah, and then like two years ago, I went to fucking England for work for Warhammer Fest. Oh yeah, I went and did that, and me and my buddy who who was my roommate at the time, we went and did that. We were the only Americans there. It was like the first time they did Warhammer Fest in a really long time. So like we were there, we played in the Heresy event, and like. We were playing against like David Brains and like all the people he had on his show at the time. Yeah, so it was pretty cool. To, to and then obviously there was like the fucking tabletop tactics guys there um, that do like the forty k side of things. Okay, so see them.
2: You got to come to LVO, man, this year. That's what or next year. You, you got to come.
5: <laughs> I'm not a fan of Vegas. I've been there like three times. It's I think not about Vegas, Vegas. It's
2: coming to hang out with with boyfriends.
5: Yeah, but you know what gets me pissed off is that, like, all these cool events are on the fucking West Coast. It's like, we, like, why is there never anything in sunny South Florida? Like, this is, like, the I, biggest don't, know.
2: I don't know what you're talking about. All the all the stuff's on the East Coast, man. You guys got Depticon. You guys have got
5: uh, yeah, Gen Depticon, Con. That's the Midwest. That's
2: Chicago. Okay, like the fine, place. fine. We'll, we'll meet in the middle there. But uh, you guys got good events.
5: Yeah, Nova's pretty all right,
2: I guess. I don't know. I'm, I haven't been to, I eventually would like to get to some of those, but, uh, you've never heard, did you, have you heard about Nova? Oh, I've heard about Nova for sure. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Absolutely. Cause, uh, the
5: dudes, the dudes that run a, a retreat that yeah. the uh, they run, they do like big events at, um, Nova. Like that's their big shtick okay. is there. Those dudes go to Nova every year and they host something, but they also go to Adepticon as well. Um, but Nova is like the only big East coast event to go to when it comes to tabletop gaming.
2: Okay. Yeah. Well, and then I guess, so I guess Indy is West is Midwest, right? Yeah. Okay. It's Midwest. All right. So you're also thinking about doing something else potentially. Well, we, we've got many plans for war games camp, but you, you might have another one to drop on us.
5: Yeah. So on the class side of things, I may be running a graphic design class so that I can show people like basic tips and steps, uh, how to use Photoshop to your advantage so that you can have nice looking event packets. Because my whole, my whole thought process is like every time I've gone to a gaming event, if I see a well-produced gaming packet, I'm like, Oh shit, these guys are serious. Like this is something I would come back to. Likewise, if I go to a gaming event and I see some, like, bullshit, like, stapled, no color, no pictures, Comic Sans font, shit. Comic Sans font. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, okay, maybe these guys aren't as serious, like,
2: you know. Well, what I mean? So, I don't know. Ours are usually just written in crayon by John. <laughs> <laughs> so you might judge us a little bit. <laughs> No, but yeah, that's uh it, I think that's a awesome idea. Like I've we've started to do that in the in our in our last um in our Royal Flush event package. Like I I'm not good at Photoshop at all, but I was able to very apishly put together something with the blank heresy pages and, and kinda get it um up to what I would say is a a, a good standard from AJ but probably not you know, the best standard ever, but that's such a, you know, it is well, such a cool it's thing. Not even, it's that.
5: not, even it's not even that.
2: It's like, it's
5: just that to me, if you, if it shows that you put effort into the event packet, like you as running the, as the, as the TOs or the event like managers, like it shows that you actually care about the event. And it's something that you put your time into. Whereas like, if I see an event pack, that's, just got the like spelling mistakes or grammar mistakes, you know, looks really shitty. I'm like, do these guys even care about it at all? Right. Like the game, like the, the, the group of like gaming dude, the 40 K group that I got banned from like that store, that, that store manager, like I did a really nice like gaming package, like packet for their, um, for their campaign escalation league that they were running. And I didn't ask for any money or anything. I was just like, I just want to do this so that we can get more people to come out. And I was like, here you go. This is how you do this. Because they had no experience on how to run any sort of 40K or any sort of wargaming events. Right. And then the manager took it. He, got, he, like, he dumped everything that I put into it. And then like, it was a 40K escalation league. And then he put in the prize package like an Age of Sigmar box set. And I was like, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why the fuck would I pay $15 to be in an escalation league for 40 K? And the first pro the first piece buys an age of Sigmar box set. Yeah. Cause that fucking makes sense. Like that's going to go to eBay immediately. You fucking idiot. Like
2: <laughs> calm down, Vinny, calm down. But yeah, that doesn't, and I've, I've had, you know, it definitely makes sense to have price support that fits the, the game that you're playing for sure yeah, i can, I, I can just, see that
5: <laughs> it's just like dumb shit like that that pisses me off so that's the other thing about my class is not only on the graphic design like side of things it's like i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about like event running and like making sure like you have a good fucking price set like what sort of categories you should you should have inside your your event like whatever you're trying to run yeah just just so, like, people can feel comfortable because, like, one of the biggest fears in the tabletop gaming community is being able to step up and run your own event because, like, the very first thing people worry about is, am I going to get enough people? Like, is this going to be worth it? Like, are people going to care? You know what I mean? So, it's, yeah. like, like the way I look at it is, like, my class will help if people still have that fear and they can feel comfortable running their own event
2: i think yeah a lot of people like a lot of people don't really know where to start you know for me when i first started to run events it was just kind of like i had the i at least knew the community and knew that there was enough people that okay i could you know i could put a 12 person event on or at least get 10 people out kind of thing and and uh but really like not really knowing what to, you know, what are the steps that I need to cover, especially with running in a putting an event package together. So I think that's such a, you know, I've learned that over time of like, okay, you know, for the next one, I got to, I got to put something in about, you know, this, I missed this aspect or talking about, you know, it's just a learning process. So if you, are, you know, are going to do something that can help people, like push them, you know, we, I think everyone wants more events so uh, i certainly would love more events happening on the west coast that i'd be able to participate in and not run so uh yeah i think that's a awesome idea
5: yeah and you know it's funny because like then this is going off topic like about running events and stuff like that but like it's funny how like if you if you run an event there is like some like in my in my experience of running events there are some shady people that will like try and take advantage of whatever rule packet you pop out. And so like, I would say like my biggest piece of advice, if like you're tr- if you're first starting running event is like stick by your guns, like don't be the dude that like your rule packet says something. And then the day of you change like, it. You, yeah. You to a rule because as a player, like I'm going to be the first person to be like, no, no, your rule packet says this. Yeah. Like, cause my mindset is like, I paid money to be in this thing. Like, and if there's a money prize, like you're not going to let this guy get by. So like, I'll be honest, real shitty story about myself. Right. But I'm going to, I'm going to lay it out right now before I get into the story. The guy was also more shittier than me. All right. So <laughs> so the same gaming group I got banned from here, uh, they hosted a 40 K ITC tournament so I went to it. I paid my fifteen dollars to enter into it, right? And uh, it was real easy. They pumped out the ru- like. They, they followed my advice. They pulled. They they published the rules three weeks prior to the event and let everybody know clearly like what was allowed in your island list, what was not. Right. One of the biggest things was no wards of war. Period. It was going to be like a like an introduction. Fifteen hundred right. points. Like, to get new players into it so that they don't get their dick crushed by, like, all these lords of
2: war. Like, you don't
5: have knights running around. And then someone showed up
2: with one, and they allowed it
5: in? A guy showed up with two knights, and his exact words were to the T.O. I'm sorry, I didn't see the rules up on the Facebook page. That's So, the T.O. was like, "Uh, well, blah, blah, blah. Like, I guess it's all right. I mean, as long as everybody's cool with it. I'm sorry. I was like the first person to stand up and be like, Nothing, "No, yeah. I paid fifteen dollars. There's a cash prize at the end of this. No Lords of War. Everybody except for him in this fourteen-person tournament didn't bring a Lord of War, but he did."
2: Yeah, so, it's, that the as a as an EO, an event organizer, I definitely say that you know it's not my fault that you're arrogant and don't do your homework and read the rule package because that that for me is as like as for just a little note to people that come to events read the bloody event package because you know as event organizers we put in a hell of a lot of effort into it and stuff like that happens if for me i'd just be like sorry dude it's right here this is being posted forever that's your fault like you know it's uh, that's not my fault. That's not any of these people here's fault. So that's, yeah, it's a tough one. Like it, it it's uh, it's a part of event organizing that you don't want to have to do of that side so, of
5: things. <laughs> so this was the shitty part about it. Right. So not only do I feel shitty telling this guy and everybody at this tournament, like, Hey, no, yeah, sorry. You're
2: seeming like the like, bad guy, right? No one wants to he's, do that. He, like, he,
5: he, shit out a luck for bringing these knights. Like he can play with the list without the knights, or if he has enough time, he can go home and, like Perhaps do something else. Like yeah. I'm cool with that. Like, but you can't run these nights. No wars of war. So they're like, okay, well, if he wants to, he can like change up his list. I'm cool with that. Like,
2: yeah,
5: I get people get pissed off when like people change their their list like day of event. But like whatever, as long as they're within compliance. But this is how shitty this guy was. So he first brings two knights Then he turns around and says, "Oh well, these two nights." uh there are two storm ravens so i'm gonna run them as storm ravens so he was running these like two nights as like 40k storm ravens and he was just like using them as flyers in this 40k tournament and i was like whatever dude yeah i was man. like yeah all right
2: uh <laughs> yeah I, that's that's no fun that's yeah that's not the fun fun side of uh tournaments but we won't have any of that shenanigans at our uh Dude's gone wild. That's for sure. Or War, or War Games Camp.
5: <laughs> Maybe because Chris is running that 40k tournament, and that's like one of my major selling points to my best friend. Oh, you're I'm, talking about you
2: know, uh, War Games Camp and the yeah, War Games Camp. They're, yeah.
5: they're doing a 40k a tournament, so I'm trying to get my like my best friend from North Carolina. Like, hey, come to War Games Camp because of doing a 40k tournament. Oh my god! Like,
2: I might be able to get Chad to come. Chad, uh, Chad, come to War Games Camp, please. Please. There's so many dudes that you'll like fall in love with. Do it. Just do it. Okay. Anyway, continue, (laughs) but yeah, that's it. Like I'm really, it will be interesting to see the 40 K side of it and how that, because the, you know, from the sounds of Ryan's group, group over there and I'm assuming that it would be a lot of those guys coming. Um, you know, there are some powerful, uh, Hobbyists there too, so it, you know there's some very cool 40k armies out there as well to feast your eyes on. So that'll be yeah. it'll be interesting to see how that goes. But uh, yeah, that's I think just that that idea. I I really want you to do that class, man. If there's anything that I can help you with uh, to put that together, just uh, let me know. All right. So why don't we talk about last year a little bit, and and we can talk about you know, maybe some things that happened, or, or you know, like a little story or two, some one of your best moments of of last year, and then maybe uh, something that you're you're looking forward to this year. Not gaming wise, but kind of like social wise, oh I would say. God. Like beyond just like
5: the gaming events, it's just like if you're a social whore like me, like. It's a- <laughs> Like you meet all these cool people, and then you're just like it's a 24 hour like drinking binge fest, and it's just fucking phenomenal.
2: Well, it's, like, you know, I think there's definitely there's definitely the people that are drinking, but there's definitely other people that you know aren't drinking or just hanging out. But we, <laughs> yeah, we're we're definitely uh, enjoying enjoying our our beverages.
5: Yeah, there's definitely like a difference between the daytime crowd and the nighttime crowd. <laughs> Like, like me, you, Dolorosa, like, Trevor, fucking, and, and like, fucking, <laughs> fucking Derek. Derek was getting down at nighttime.
2: Like, oh, yeah. Well, it, it, Zach was, like, the morning and the daytime crew. Like, oh, yeah. I, I was definitely there for most of the time, but I was not as gung-ho as uh mr de la rosa in his kimono every <laughs> single morning just like yeah. <laughs> straight over to the keg to pick it up oh no we gotta do some work today boys gotta turn her up and start yeah. pouring right away uh just starts going to fucking town yeah oh man i uh, yeah there i can't wait like it's uh that for you know i've said it too many times it's the 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 wargaming was awesome the tables were amazing using all of ryan's tables but for me it was all the the amazing people like you that i got to meet and and uh you know here we are a year later talking talking on the internet and uh recording podcasts and making plans for next year
5: Later, spending nearly almost a grand of money to fly to fucking BC Canada. We're gonna
2: treat you like a prince, the prince that you are though. When you're here,
5: I want some real goddamn poutine though.
2: Oh, I've got a it's place. Okay. We will go. We have to go before the event. But this place, like you'll you'll look at it and then you'll turn to me and you'll say, "Really? I I don't know if we should go in there and eat." Like it's 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 not. The word sanitary doesn't really Come to mind when you look at this Place but it's the best poutine Did you
5: get to know me at Heresy camp last year do you think I'm The type of person to really care about something like that No
2: but I it's just (laughs) like I I've taken a few people to this place And they'll just like it's always the same Reaction of just like how's this place Not closed down
5: I don't I don't remember giving you the very Bougie vibe last year (laughs) So
2: (laughs) No we'll definitely take you for some good poot for sure, and <laughs> I, I've got uh, I've got some plans uh, in the works for uh, entertaining you boys while you're up here for uh, the deuces gone wild. It's uh, it's gonna oh, be you. it's gonna be fun. So
5: let me. So is the deuces gone wild? Is, is it gonna be like heresy camp? Or because like I know you start you like you talked about a little bit on your show, but is it like uh, is is it like a twenty four hour event? Because I so know you said it's,
2: that after. After,
5: yeah. like, late-night gaming So,
2: so uh, well, yeah, we're gonna Do, like, a, a deep dive into The Deuce, I think that's gonna be uh, Our next episode uh, After this one comes out But for just a, a Quick recap in terms of um, The schedule, so Saturday, we're gonna be Doing, you know, kicking off At, I think, registration's 9 to 9.30, first game Starts at 10 I believe, um don't have the schedule right up in front of me, but basically we're going to do two rounds and then, um, second round is going to, I think we finish at six, I believe, uh, people can leave and either they can finish for the day at six and head home. I know people have like family and stuff they get, want to get home to, but we will also be having the space open till 1130 and we're going to be doing some side things after that. So, um, like we might have a big mega battle going on um, Some guys have been talking about doing like a themed um, game Like um, like what um, Andrew and Will and some of those guys did They did the, you remember the uh, Wolves and Pro- the Prospero yeah. Big game that those guys did at Heresy Camp So yeah. some guys have been talking about doing something like that Doing like a themed uh, game We're going to have Adeptus Titanicus set up we probably have a board set up for some Necromunda if people want to get down. Uh, we m- might have a ZM board. We're kind of working out what we're all going to have. But basically, people can run out, grab some food for dinner, come back, and ha- just hang out, enjoy some drinks. We're going to try to get some couches in the area and so people can just hang um, or play some games. and.
5: Uh, fucking craigslist.org, free stuff, man. We'll fucking find that. Come stay <laughs> exactly.
2: So uh, yeah we'll just uh, Be hanging out there for the evening And like last year we all Went down or some of us all went down To a bar and uh, you know After it was fun but afterwards We were thinking like well we have this Place already rented so kind Of just makes sense to chill Here and we can continue You know if someone wants to do a grudge Match or something like that they can They can do that so more details Uh on that next episode
5: so so uh help me out here so yeah. if like if we so if i go to a bar in canada is it like the same moral and ethical rules like you do in the united states where like uh you tip your bartender or are they actually paid a good wage like in the uk and tipping is not a thing
2: <laughs> no you tip your bartender here okay cool yeah
5: all right and then second question how much does like a pint of
2: beer cost? Ah, uh, okay. Well, that is going to depend on location and time, but I would say on average you're looking at probably like six bucks for a six pint. bucks Canadian, five bucks, yeah, something like that. Uh, the drink prices. I'm. I will. I. We are getting a much better uh, rate at the venue this year at our actual venue, so we'll have some good. Boost prices there, but definitely okay. uh, more expensive than what you're used to.
5: Well, I booze. mean, so I'm like looking at like the reason why I asked. So I'm looking at like the the conversion right here. And it's like one dollar right now is one thirty five
2: Canadian dollar. Yeah, dude, so, you're just gonna be just gonna be like fucking puff
5: It's like a dollar and thirty five cents to every one United States dollar. So. You said a pint of beer there costs like six Canadian. It's Depends. roughly
2: yeah for like yeah. a craft beer or something like that. You could pay about six bucks. Yeah.
5: Well, let's talk about like your Canadian domestic, like Labatt Blue. How much is that going to cost? Me oh true?
2: Labatt. Oh, <laughs> you want to talk about the the Labat? Well, that's the yes, pre- famous pre-
5: fucking Kino you that's talk a,
2: about. Oh, the Kino! <laughs> oh man, Maddie Virgin's gonna gonna be all over you. Um, yeah, I would say. I don't know, like, I'm. Uh, I I don't go to bars much, which is
5: yeah, because we all know you're bougie when it comes to beer. I'm like you like, well. I
2: can't drink beer anymore, which is terrible. But why?
5: It, what it, is it, wrong with you?
2: I I have problems. I've I'm I'm allergic to the gluten. I found out.
5: Oh my god, that's awful. So
2: I'm just drinking the ciders now, there, sir. But um, I don't know, like, I think at like the Legion you could get a. a You could get a pint of Labatts for probably about four four fifty.
5: Yeah, see, like so, there's no like that is about the same equivalent of like if you were to come to the United States and get a pint of like Bud Light.
2: Okay, so yeah, so bar prices for sure are probably around the same. But if we were gonna go to like a liquor store or something like that, like for uh, a six pack of a six pack of beer is gonna cost you like twelve bucks.
5: That's actually cheaper. Like, are we talking like your style beers, like your your bougie IPAs? No,
2: I'm talking about cheap. That's like a really cheap one.
5: Oh, that's yeah. yeah. You would not catch me spending fucking nine dollars on Bud Light for
2: a six pack. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's no like, <laughs> oh get like a twenty four pack of of Bud Light for like twenty bucks or something like that. Like that that's is
5: fucking thirty rack and natty light, buddy. No,
2: well I'm gonna, go gonna go get Vinny, I'm going to treat you like I said. I'm going to treat you like the prince that you are when you're up here. We're going to have a whole. I'll have a whole bunch of different Canadian beverages for you to taste. We'll we'll start out with the worst, and we'll start out with the Shitty Kitty, and we'll work our way up from there. <laughs> shitty Kitty is Wildcat strong for any of those that aren't in the loop. But uh, yeah, it's uh, you know. We're, this is just like differences between America and Canada podcast now with uh, Vinny and AJ. <laughs> it's just a good conversation. That's I know. This, bro. It's, it's always a good conversation with you, buddy. No, um, it's not to talk about tabletop gaming.
5: It's like, you know, you can talk about normal shit.
2: Well, we do. That's the one thing about the bot GT, We like to talk, you know, and it's not just about tabletop, uh, minis here. we like to talk about life. We, we like people to come and learn something about life and maybe find themselves here at the bot gt oh
5: yeah
2: oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) so um any more um good memories or high points of heresy camp last year yeah let me just rack them off
5: okay so you gotta imagine like four days 24 7 like Basically, a school cafeteria full of Warhammer tables. and Amazing Warhammer tables. (laughs) Amazing Warhammer tables. It's not like this just, like, you have, like, unpainted, like, terrain. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I believe painting is for closers. Yes. Do I have fully painted army? No, I don't. Because I have adult responsibilities, and it prevents me from actually painting. But, right side, am I, like... Do I paint when I can? Yes. So it's not like I'm just going out there and just, like, spray painting and then playing. No, I'm not doing that. But at the same time, I'm not playing with fully painted models. Yes, shame on me. But the spirit's there. Like, it's not like I fully don't believe in not painting the army. You'll be
2: painting fully painted for – or you'll be playing fully painted at our events, sir. I can tell you that much. Yes,
5: and I knew this. (laughs) That's why I'm busting my balls here to paint. But – just to get back to what we were talking about at Heresy Camp last year. Like, this fucking, these fucking terrain was like painted better than my army, and it's just beautiful to play on these like tables. So, you got this whole cafeteria full of fucking beautifully painted tables, and you got a whole bunch of dudes that are just there to play Warhammer. And then on top of that, like everybody and their mother brought like some sort of liquor bottle or Uh,
2: the communal middle table. Beautiful. So
5: next to like the kitchen was like these industrial refrigerators that the cafeteria used to like keep their goods in. Well, we had access to them. So like you have like these, like, like next to each other, four industrial size refrigerators and you would open them all up and they would just be filled with beer and alcohol.
2: And all and just, different, like, so many different kinds of, like, everyone, yeah. like, a lot of guys that drove, especially, they'd be like, oh, I brought, like, this kind of beer from my hometown or, like, you, should, you know, and everyone was very, like, exactly. Barth was, like, a, such a gentleman bringing all of those different beers from his bar and just, like, oh, you want, what do you like? Yeah, IPA? Oh, yeah, uh, I think you'll like this one. And, like, dig in there, like, oh, uh, so... So awesome. Everyone was just so friendly and kind.
5: Yeah, so if your palate was refined as Barth and fucking Bougie AJ over here, then you were were like, you were sound as a pound, right? But then if you're like me, if you're just there to party and bring that big dick energy, there was like... There was, like, 30 racks of Natty Light and Keith Stone, and you could have just went to town all night long.
2: I don't know how well, long really we've been recording, thing? but I'm really surprised it took you that long to say Big Dick Energy. I was expecting <laughs> that in the first, like, minute to two minutes, but I'll, I'll, let, I'll, I'll let you go on with, with this one.
5: <laughs> but, yeah, so, Heresy Camp, you have all this alcohol 24-7. You're gaming, you're drinking, you're, like, laughing the entire time, like – Everybody that I was hanging out with was—you were either drinking or you were laughing or rolling dice. Like that was like the three main activities that took place at Heresy Camp. And it didn't matter what you were doing, whether it was playing an event, eating food, or like participating in Henry's cold paint class, you were either drinking,
2: playing, or laughing. Were you? Like, that's, were they that's, drinking in Henry's class? I mean, I was,
5: I was, was but like, I was there painting my models and like, I was like drinking a little bit, you know, but like
2: doing shots of vodka through the airbrush and,
5: (laughs) but that's what I imagine. And that's what everybody that went last year is imagining this year to be, except if you're willing to just branch out a little bit, get out of your little shell of 30 K, there's going to be other gaming systems there. So it's just a good time to, like, you're drinking, you're rolling dice, regardless of what game system you're playing, and you're having a great time. With
2: and all I these, think on top of, of all that as well, for this year, not being eaten by mosquitoes.
5: Not, not being eaten by mosquitoes. The price is ridiculously cheap for what you're getting. Like, t- 24-7, three meals a day, lodging arrangements. Like Ryan put it perfectly, like... You're not going to get that sort of gaming event for the price anywhere, anywhere else. Nope. Like, you, like LVO, you're at least spending $400 on the hotel alone. Yeah. And then you're spending at least 300 on the hotels at Adepticon. Yeah. So it's just, it's worth its weight in gold. It's going to be a great time. And like that's why everybody from last year is going again this year because we know how much of a good time it's going to be. Plus, it's the only fucking gaming event you can say you go to where these fucking neckbeards have to shower because there's <laughs> shower arrangements there for them. So you're not going to get that fucking nasty con smell when you go to these Adepticons and LVOs because these motherfuckers will just stay in the gaming hall 24-7 and not take showers.
2: Yeah, no, that was – that I, I didn't even think about it, but just because we all had like every single one of those rooms at the last camp – had two showers attached to them. Everyone every morning, people are getting all all fresh coming in, all all ax deodorant sprayed out, and not smelling like a can of like, garbage.
5: Yeah, exactly. And like the only the only down point is like if you're not like me who's familiar with like the military lifestyle, like you're just gonna be naked in front of dudes and shower in front of dudes. Like there's nothing wrong with that. You just Get in there and do your business, like wash your fucking balls, dude. Like nobody's gonna give a shit. Like I, ra- I, I care more about you washing your ass than you being fucking naked and I have to stare at your balls. Like everybody knows, like they rather put up with somebody that smells good and is clean than have to stare at them their naked body. And so see, you
2: know. And this is so you because I can totally see you, like someone walking into the gaming hall and you just like. Making eye contact, walking directly up to them and just being so serious, like, did you wash your ass out? Did you? Did you? Good, yeah. good, good, good. All right. Me and you, good me gaming. you
5: good. In the same fucking cabin. Me you and Ezra live in the same fucking cabin. So Me and Ezra showered in the morning, like, but the showers at this camp, they were blocked off. Like they were single showers. So. Yeah.
2: You weren't you weren't too happy about <coughs> that. But.
5: They're also blocked off as well. So even if you are afraid of like so the only thing you have to worry about is like drying yourself off and that two seconds it takes to take your towel off and put your underwear on. If you're, if you're afraid of your balls being out in front of other dudes for two seconds, then you know, you just got to get over it. But at least you're not having to shower with another dude. Leave it that way.
2: Life advice from Vince.
5: (laughs) Moral story is just wash your fucking ass. Like it's not hard. Like I don't, (laughs) like I really don't get it. Like I go to these like cons and I go to these events and like dudes don't want to shower or smell good or wash their fucking ass. Like, just wash your ass. Like it's gross.
2: I need a I need a sticker of you, just your face, and just <laughs> like around it. Just wash your ass. That's what I need. Need that in my life, Vince. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> there's just
5: like there's little things that like get to me, and it's like washing your ass is like one of them. <laughs> like,
2: well, you. I'm gonna give you some homework that you're gonna have to do if you get there before me to camp. Is you gotta find the next moon jelly? Moon jelly was our last uh, cabin. Yeah. We gotta find the next moon jelly at this camp.
5: Well, just in that 15 minutes, me and you were looking on the site before we started recording here, and like they didn't, they definitely did not have cool names like moon jelly.
2: Maybe we just need to bring our own moon jelly sign and just put it up on any cabin that we take. Maybe that's just what we need to do.
5: Yeah, well, why don't we just name it like butt cheeks or
2: something? And just wash your ass, <laughs> your ass or butt cheeks or BDE hashtag BDE. We can I, oh, we could also like just try to get all the Canadians in one room. We could make you an honorary Canadian just because of Vicente, you know, as long as we spelled the Canadian version, and uh, yeah. it, could it could be, be an honorary
5: Canadian. But guess what, motherfucker, like. My constitution in the United States of America says that I don't have to bow to any fucking queen. So you might want to get those royalties out of your fucking head right now.
2: Yeah, because I'm bowing to the queen every day, Vince.
5: Hey, just remember, motherfucker, you're a subject. I'm a citizen. All right? You're a subject of the crown. I'm a citizen of the, the free republic of the United States of America.
2: Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so I think we need to talk about one – One thing, before we we skedaddle and get back to closing out of this show, but we need to talk about the pool party. Because the pool party last year was one of my highlights. Now, sadly, we've learned that the pool at the new camp will be closed this year. So we can't have the Vinsor pool party 2019. But we've got some... Other plans in the works. Yes,
5: so two options. Right? Two options. So yeah. just hear me out here, guys. All right. So when you grow up poor in the United States of America, um, one easy way, especially if you live in a city, of like enjoying a hot summer day with your buds is like you either break open a fire hydrant or you make a slip and slide. So my idea that I pitched out to the original pool party members of last year's camp was we do a slip and slide. Oh, yes. You just go to Home Depot, get like 30 feet of tarp or 10 meters of tarp, whatever nation of measurement that you use <laughs> uh, equals out the same. And you just put some dish soap on there and you just get a fucking hose and you just wash it down. And I mean, as long as you got a hill with some incline, you just just travel down that some You don't even
2: need a hill. You can do that on a flat. On yeah. a flat, you just need a get a good run at it
5: exactly and with the dish soap it makes it even 10 times easier
2: yeah see i find the i find the flats are almost sometimes funnier because you always get people bailing on the on the the takeoff because they yeah. hit, they might take one <laughs> one extra step and they hit that soap and just oh shit <laughs> yeah eat eat it
5: or the second option is like if this place has a pond or a lake then we find like the tallest tree and we put a rope swing on that, some bitch. And then you just go to town, like swinging into the, trying to get as much air as you can.
2: Like you gotta ride that gnar, you know what I mean? I think, I think we need to do, I, I lo- really like the slip and slide op- option, but I think we also need to go and get like, go to Walmart and pick up those just plastic little kid pools, the really cheap ones, just have maybe three or four of them all in a circle. And that can be our like chilling. Oh yeah, that. that's like that's like the classic
5: college way to do things. In the dorm is oh, like yeah. you put a bunch of kiddie pools, and then you just fucking fill them up with cold water, maybe oh. a little ice if it's really hot. Yeah, and you have like your you have like your natty ice or your natty light cans just sitting around you,
2: just floating just around. It. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm um, I'm okay. We're we're obviously you and I are on the same page about this. Exactly. So. I think we need to. For the people that are coming out, um, like Hawaiian shirts, that would be a good thing to bring for hanging beside the pool slash slip and slide. Um, You know, probably you want to be thinking about your your trunk choice. You know, are you gonna you gonna go short? You can go long, board shorts, you know, are you going to have some flair? Are you going to go simple? These are the kind of things we want you guys to be thinking about over the next. Is there netting for your ball sack? Is there no netting for your ball sack? These are things you have to think of. Yeah, and like Vince really wants you to think about that part, like a lot. Well,
5: hold on. Hear me out because you guys are probably not thinking about this. But me and my experience of slip and slides, if you're going to wear board shorts, which traditionally don't have netting, you take one fucking wrong little slip and you land ass down and your balls hit first and your weight of your body lands on your balls, it's not a good time. I'm just saying, like, that's, that's serious. So preferably if you're going to be on a slip and slide, you want the ones that have netting so it keeps your junk protected.
2: You know okay. that, you know that Delarosa is going to show up in a Speedo, right? Yeah, in a
5: kimono, and it's fucking yeah, a kimono. awesome. kimono. <laughs> yeah.
2: And that, that will be the new logo for War Games Camp moving forward. It's just a picture of Delarosa in a kimono and a Speedo early in the morning. See, that's enough Japanese shit to get John involved.
5: <laughs> it's Delarosa in a kimono. Like, there you go. There
2: you go. Can't, Dino, trip to Japan is canceled. John's coming to Heresy Camp. <laughs> oh, man. Well, i I am looking forward to it. I can't wait that. You're gonna be coming up here in like 40 days, and we're gonna have like what four or five days just to to hang out and probably get even more excited than we already are for Heresy Camp. So I am super excited, and it's awesome that you're helping those boys out. And I know you're gonna help with setup and you know running an event. It's uh, it's it's people like you that make the events happen, sir. So thank you very much.
5: Exactly, I'm just one little man. Man.
2: with a That's hell of a dope. lot of big dick energy exactly all right well buddy <laughs> thanks uh for coming it's on
5: a big dick in a little pond
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a big dick in a little pond
5: all right i need to get out there i need to get into that ocean
2: what do you, yeah. is there netting big enough to like to secure <laughs> that thing away or anyway so sir thanks for coming on the show i can't wait to, for us to do uh john's like very adamant that we're going to do a heresy after dark so uh we'll be doing one of those with you when you're up here and uh yeah man thanks again for coming on the show and i can't wait for heresy camp
5: before we sign off it was like i was like the whole plan was like all right girlfriend you want to come with me to canada we could turn this into like a vacation you know what i mean and like i'll just have to ask aj like it's cool my girlfriend comes with me you know we'll just do do whatever it is we're doing and then she was like what are you going to be doing? I'm like, well, we'll be getting really drunk and playing heresy. And she was like,
2: I don't want to come. Hard pass. Hard <laughs> pass. hard pass. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> well, I'm just going to go and have fun with my friends then. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. All right. Well, can't wait to see us in a few. It's going to few weeks man it's gonna be here in no time and then heresy camp will or war games camp will be just around the corner so oh i have so much of the paint. you what i have so much of the paint, and i'm like dreading it well (laughs) i will let you go then and you can get back to painting sir all right man thanks a lot and we'll come back and close out the show thanks
5: everyone peace
2: Welcome back to the outro. Outro. So, what are we what are we talking about? Thank you very much to the one and the only, the king of memes himself, Vicente. <laughs> For coming on to the show, thank you, John. <laughs> um,
3: Live from Vicente's basement. <laughs> hey, this isn't Vicente's basement. No, this that's is... just the sound of Vicente. That's oh, just yeah. like yeah. I assume yeah, it's probably air horns constantly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're not, you're not far off. You're not very far off on that. So yes, obviously, go and buy your ticket to War Games Camp. If you haven't bought your ticket, come and get it. It is happening September 12th through 15th in Indianapolis. Uh, Just throw a message out to the powerful Ryan Kimmel, and he will set you up. Uh, I, of course, will be running the Titanicus event there. So come on out.
3: out before the 6th or whatever? Sorry? The cutoff date for that?
2: The cutoff date is on Mother's Day. So if there's no better way of treating your mother... Then yeah, instead of buying, buying her a gift by buy yourself, <laughs> no, <laughs> buy
3: her a ticket to War Games Camp.
2: But for really for you to go instead of her? No, she, she should go. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. All the mamas out there, all the baby mamas, like, and mamas. You,
3: get, you can't, you know, you gotta. You gotta it's for mom.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says, I love you, Mom, like Horace Harris. take
3: a ticket to War Games Camp.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like, yeah, you get to sleep in the same cabin as Vicente. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> Two o'clock Mr., in the morning. Uh,
3: <laughs> Mr. I'll steal your girl and suck your dick. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I uh, didn't know that uh, he also went by that name. <laughs> so, uh, yes, so check us out. On Facebook, check us out on Instagram. Uh, Facebook, we are the Boys of the Golden Throne. Instagram, we are the Bot GT. Johnny is Big John West on uh, Instagram. Um, we've got coming up very, very soon. We have yes. got the 74th annual Deuces Gone Wild happening it's in so Victoria, crazy. BC, June 8th and 9th. I am so stoked. It's a month. We're, like, a month away. It's pretty nice.
3: It does feel like... I thought about it literally this morning. I was like, holy shit, the deuce is, like, soon. Yes.
2: (laughs) So, next episode, we're going to do an in-depth dive into the deuce, and we're going to go into uh, everything that's happening narrative-wise, talking about... um, uh, the prize support or you know, we're just going to get into it all. So a deuce special episode coming up next. Uh, then we've got uh, CK Studios, the 102, happening in Victoria, July 13th and 14th. We have uh, the Heresy Weekender North in Markdale, Ontario, September 12th and 15th. Um, and, yeah, other than that, oh, and, of course, go check out Vicente. So I'm going to – I think I can vis- – post vicente in the in the show notes i wonder if i can i'm gonna post vicente's whole na- elaborate vicente name mm. in our show notes okay. if if you want some dank memes you just follow vicente because <laughs> he is the king of memes he really is so dank thanks again
3: don't melt steel steel be steel beams is that how it goes
2: Dank. <laughs> still, <laughs> yeah. Can't
3: melt steel beams.
2: That's right. Exactly. No,
3: what is it? It's it's I have jet. No idea. It's jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Dank means can't. Can. <laughs>
2: <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, then hugs and kisses from me. Hugs and kisses
3: from me as well.
2: As well. And we will see you soon.
3: Peace.